Hello, I'm Shelley Duvall, and welcome back to Podcorn in a Movie, a podcast where we go into different themes, genres, and other categories. My real name's actually Chase, if you didn't really know this, but I mean, if it's your first time listening to this, good for you. Uh, today, we're still going on with our Halloween track, or our, what are we calling it, the the, the month? Because most of our movies we're doing this month with us. The month uh, of the. The month of the. Uh, today, we're doing the 1980 the. Uh, Stanley Kubrick movie, The Shining, which I'm super excited about. Uh, I'm here with my co-hosts. Stephen Diller. <laughs> David Gia. <laughs> Um, yeah, and we're I'm feeling standing with our hands on the holsters. <laughs> yeah. uh, precursor for this episode, I am uh, I am feeling under the weather. Stephen here, um, I am COVID negative. Don't worry, um, but I am sick. So if uh, if I start to lose my voice, if you hear me cough, um, I do apologize in advance. Uh, but I'm going to try to get through this episode. Hey, we're only I'm, human. I'm just leaving COVID. Um, I, in yeah, all, you too. In all here. realisticness. Uh, Especially after listening to it, I definitely was in the midst of COVID while recording the Exorcist episode. Yeah, I felt weird that day and I didn't know why. And then the next day uh, I was tested positive for COVID. Well, shit. Now now it's just me. Now I'm the Mm. last one standing. So hopefully I don't get sick. I'm out of this, this, which feels good. Yeah. How are you feeling today? Feeling good? Good. Yeah. I honestly feel like the strangest, I had not gotten it yet unless I got it like really, really early, like, you know, around February before we even. What about moved. when you almost died? That was a different unknown what? disease. Oh, well, we, that was we, your we, unknown we think disease. It, we think it was mono, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't that know what sense. that was. That was like a year ago where I, or two years ago. Yeah. I legitimately I like, thought Dave was, uh, oh, yeah. That's when I was watching your cats. I remember because I yeah. was like, damn it. Dave dies. Like I just, he might not come back to Florida. It's <laughs> um, adopted two cats. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it's much better being sick with my cats. Although I was like, can my cats get COVID? Cause I feel like I heard of that, but I don't know. They seem to I, I do want to ask because you listened to the episode. Did you like my little, uh, time back in back into the episode because of our technical difficulties? Shit, you know what? I didn't make it that far yet. Oh, damn it. Okay. Well. I forgot about that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I, that's what made me think I was like uh, deep in the throes of COVID because I was listening to it and I was like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I might very well have been delusional during that episode. But that's like the weird thing I like gained out of this was like, I, I don't believe I had it so far. And I was like, if, I feel like it just fucks with your, I think any fever fucks with your head, but yeah, it felt sure. kind of crazy all week. You felt like Jack, adult yeah. boy. Well, um, mm-hmm. uh, should we get into our first viewings of this? Uh, yeah, absolutely. This, this timeless classic, this masterpiece. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick directed. Um, um, who would like to go first? Uh, do you mind if I go first? Go ahead, Chase. So I probably we're we're both wearing shining shirts, by the way. Yes, even though I this is actually Steve's. He let me borrow it tonight. Ah, dude. Okay, I was like, (laughs) I've seen this shirt a lot of times, but I don't think I've seen it on you. So just that's why it didn't register. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm shocked that it fits body, and I'm like, God, I've seen it tons of times on Steve. (laughs) I am shocked it fits me. To be honest, I that that's like my 
woohoo for my diet. But uh, maybe we'll attach some pictures because I have just various memorabilia. I sent some to the group chat, but like I have the the the, the picture from the nineteen from the ball from the July yeah, Fourth Ball nineteen twenty one right right by the front door. Um, so as you're leaving, it's like I, I I've only got to drop the joke one time to a guest when they were leaving. They're like, and I was like, oh yeah, and then I was like, this is uh, me and Chase of the nineteen twenty one. Um, July 4th ball at the Overlook Hotel. And they always like, they don't register right away. They're like, oh, cool, cool. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's from it's a movie. The Shining. The Shining. And I'm like, oh, oh. You guys like, should be able to edit yourselves into the photo. But I also have the, uh, I, I just put it on just for the podcast because I don't think I'm going to keep it on there. But I have the 237 room key. That's, that's cool. I didn't know you sent, you sent me the packaging. Yeah, um, I actually just took it out. I love it too. That's it came with this I like. I really keep that on the keys. I don't know how big it is, this, is it. Uh, it's pretty big. Yeah, and it's, it's just it's plastic, paper. but it came so with it this like commemorative card, and then on the back just gives a description of the Overlook Hotel, which is just really cool. Uh, really, my dad got them for me, and it, another one that I have is a uh, Bates Motel. Which is uh, cool. Oh, that's cool too. Which my dad also got. But um, yeah, so I have, uh, we'll attach some pictures. I took a screenshot of mine and Chase's shirt and we have some other memorabilia from The Shining. We'll attach it with the post. Yeah. Um, just some cool little stuff that we, I know we did that with like Jaws because I had the autograph poster or the autograph from that. And it's cool when we, uh, we have these ties and we had the picture of you from the Christmas story. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. The Christmas story house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always fun to do that, but um, go ahead, Chase. First time viewing the movie. Sorry. All right. Sorry so, to take us off track no, there for good. a second. You're good. I'm glad you brought that up. But uh, my first viewing of it was, uh, I think I mentioned it. I don't remember what episode, but I mentioned a guy and I gave him a, an alias and I gave him Tom, I think is the name I gave him. But Tom was that weird kid who I would go over to his house and he would be like, let's watch scary movies. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Uh, this is this is too scary for me. Uh, we watched The Shining and I remember going, I'm too afraid. And he goes, red rum, red rum, red, red rum. rum. Oh my God. And I was like, dude, you're freaking me out, man. I remember like this guy was weird. But uh, anyways, I watched it and I was like, I just terrified. Want, he's Jeffrey Dahmer. He's yeah. like, I yeah. just want to show you he's like, the exorcist. We can watch The Shining and then you can leave. <laughs> I just have to take photos. Just want you to watch this video. But uh, yeah, no, it was it was definitely like I remember I was terrified during it. I did laugh at most of Shelley Duvall throughout that movie the first time. But uh, I, I don't know. I remember watching it. And I'm like, this is pretty freaky. And then at the end, I'm like, you know what? I thought it would be scarier. And then I, I was just like, oh, well, I don't understand this movie. And then I've watched it. I think I've seen it now. This might have been my fifth time. And the last time I watched it was with you guys in theaters. We actually have all seen this movie together. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, We've seen we it saw, in we theaters We saw the re-release well. at AMC. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. That was when Dre kept moving seats. Oh, no, that <laughs> was that was, that was, well, that was times. That was well, yeah, one, one of the many, <laughs> of the many times. times that just yeah. Dre kept moving seats. Moving um, seats slash <laughs> just leaving to play that Batman arcade game in the lobby <laughs> like for fifteen minutes and then coming back. Wasn't that wasn't that uh, Midsummer? I don't know. He's uh, just, uh, he did it multiple times. Yeah, yeah that's so why he's just like, he was. This man experiences movies at movie theaters like no one I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like he experiences it as like From someone that just doesn't yeah. even really like going to the movie theaters, but he also went all the time with us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
I also like that he just has different vantage points. He's like, well, I started the movie off at the left, at the left side of the theater. Then I ended the movie on the right I side of the no theater. no idea what it's like to see this movie from the far right and the far left. He technically saw it in 3D oh at this gosh. point. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I was in Chase, the projection we, room at some point. <laughs> He's up there eating popcorn with the projectionist. Uh, but Chase, what was your final consensus? Oh, your, your consensus the first time you saw it. I'm sorry. You said that. Uh, I thought, thought, it, I that- thought it, was, it was creepy. I didn't understand it fully. I think I was like only like 10 years old. Like. I, I mm-hmm. thought it was creepy. It was it was definitely unsettling, but I was very like, well, it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. The red rum scene I remember freaked me out as a kid. But uh, but yeah, that that was my first consent consent. I can't even say it. The my first your, your, view. First, your original consensus. Thank or, you. Or, or, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yes. I, um, go ahead, uh, Dave. You want to go or you want me to go? Yeah, I. This is a movie I have a hard time remembering. The first, because uh, I I do think it was like a movie. First and foremost, like most epic big movies in my life, The Simpsons was my first exposure to this. Um, they have like an amazing Treehouse of Horror episode. That's like an entire segment is The Shining, which they're like, it's The Shining. You don't want to yeah, get sued, shining. boy, do you? <laughs> the Shining. Um, the shining. But uh, it's it's. The movie that I remember seeing and be like, oh, now I get that Simpsons thing that's been in my life forever. And But it, I think I watched it on TV a good amount. And then in high school, uh, I, I, I want to say that I was shown either Strange Love or 2001 in a film class. Because I know I was shown both of those in my senior year. Uh, and then I was like, oh, like I was awoken to Kubrick and was like, I, I guess I should watch The Shining all the way through. And I just bought it on DVD and then watched it all the way through, I believe. Um, and yeah, I watched it like one or two times probably up until wholesale, I think. Okay. And then for some reason, I feel like I've seen this movie like four or five, this might have been my fifth time since knowing you guys that I've wow. watched it. Because um, one of my big takeaways this time, and I'm like, man, I remember when I first met Steve, I would always argue that I really like The Shining, but Shelley Duvall like always took me away from the movie, like took me out of it. But this was like this in the theater experience, I think, that I saw it with you guys. And that was the last time I watched it. Um I was like, huh, I feel like I can't picture this movie without Shelly Duvall now. Like she's actually her personality and her acting and everything are like integral to what like makes Mm -hmm. me and this movie like click and vibe, Um, which is interesting. But uh, yeah, I think the I remember watching this for the first time and thinking it was scary was after I had seen it a few times and watched it uh, in my Stanley Kubrick run, like where I watched all of his movies from start to finish. And for some reason, it just, I don't know. I remember watching it by myself at night and it was just like deeply unsettling. Um, I feel like most of just the music and imagery and everything like if you're just kind of watching this alone on a spooky night this movie can be quite spooky spooky dookie yeah i like that um 
so for me, this movie, um, I kind of, I, I hate that Dave just uh, brought up uh, the, you said first Kubrick and now I'm like trying to think what my first Kubrick movie was. And I'm like, I can't, I don't know if it was 2001, a space odyssey. Cause I did watch that really young or the shining, which I watched really young or I also watched Dr. Strange love. I feel like at a pretty young age, Some reason I think those are absolutely the top three that you might watch you have, first. Yeah. Right. Right. Cause those are also movies. I feel like that, cause some of his subject matter is a, is a little like a clockwork orange is not something you want to show to like an eight year old, but you can show yeah, it yeah, yeah. want a space odyssey to an eight year old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it might, it might melt their brain. But it might you, melt their brain. You don't really <laughs> but, have to worry about it too much. You're yeah. like, yeah. And there's also like, this, not this, your- this, will, this will cause like psychological effects. I won't see for years. <laughs> for sure. And Dr. Strange I, was the same I, thing. It's like a dark uh, comedy. So it's, like- I think those are three movies that you could argue, make him a legend or oh, yeah, well, for yeah. different, different reasons, different fan bases, different um, like Dr. Yeah. Strange love and the shining. Yeah. So my first experience is like, I, I, this is what I remember. My first image of the shining was I was watching and I wonder Dave, if you're going to remember this, I was watching the movie twister and there's a scene where they're at a drive-in and they're watching a movie and they're watching the shining and at the, at the screening, like the, it's like when the, the screen starts getting ripped apart when Jack's like, uh, throwing his axe oh, at the door. Okay. And I was like, I, remember I don't seeing remember the- that. All right. So that's a scene in Twister. And I was a big Twister guy when I was a kid. I loved that movie. Yeah. Um, I watched it a good amount as a kid too. <clears throat> yeah. And so it was, yeah, it was right around our, it was right in our heyday. So I was probably like six years old. And I remember like looking at my dad because I, I, I'd watched Twister a couple times with him. And I was just like, what is that movie they're watching? Uh, and he's like, oh, that's The Shining. Um, and then like automatically, I don't know what it was. That title had such a pull for me. I was like the shining, there was so much intrigue behind the title of that movie. I was like, I don't know why I just like the title. Um, it, it is a, like, I don't know what it is. It's just in the lexicon and the zeitgeist. It's the shining. It's up there with like the exorcist, like before you know what it is, even you just know that title it's there. And I also liked it. The title is very ambiguous and and it's like kind of doesn't tell the whole story. Um, you have to understand the story to actually understand the title. That that, I always thought it it was just a title that meant nothing at all. And then when I watched the movie, it's like that scatman cover scene like when he explains it it's like the best definition of yes. a movie title ever ever like, ever yeah yes. something yes. so some things like, don't like right um but anyway so uh again this is a movie that i don't know why i was allowed to watch so young but i think i'm pretty sure i watched it with my grandma and i do remember being scared in a different way that i hadn't felt before i do remember that like i was like that night i felt like my room was enormous and like, I was really small and, um, I didn't know it at the time, but that was atmospheric horror. It's, and it's, uh, there's a, there's a name for it. And I used to know it. Gosh, I, I, I love my younger self, but, um, there's a word for it. There's a, the fear of open spaces of like big space openness. Um, and just like space in general, like outer space. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's the same, like kind of fear of just like floating off or just being very small inside of a very, very large room can oh. is, is another fear inside of itself you just it's feel opposite of claustrophobia right right it's the opposite of claustrophobia yes um 
And uh, I felt, I, I had never felt that before. And I really appreciated it. Really liked this movie when I was like, believe it or not, when I was eight years old, I did enjoy this movie. And I don't know how, because it's two hours and freaking 24 minutes long. Yeah, it doesn't like feel that. like it to me. I, I, when I watch this movie now, I'm like, this movie does kind of breeze by, but, uh, agoraphobia, agoraphobia. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is. but yeah, dude, I, this movie, like if you described all the scenes, it feels like it would take up the time span of like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yes. And it, it's, uh, I don't know, masterfully, masterfully written, directed. They do change it from the book. I have read the book in high school. I read the book after I saw Stanley Kubrick's movie. So obviously I had a different interpretation going in. Good book. I do not like the Stephen King adaptation. No, um, no. but yeah, I was, seen it. I was, it's bad. It's made for TV movie, but it's also, it's, it's, it is. It's almost like, like a shot for shot, but not really. But not really because no, it's like, it's, I, isn't it's, it supposed to be his book more? It is his book. book yeah. It's more, yeah. it's very, very accurate to the book. It's just that, um, maybe just maybe Stanley Kubrick saw the shining and like, you know, maybe no, actually for a fact, we know this. I, or in my opinion, he took a story that was already great. He made some adjustments to it and it's like, he made a masterpiece out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I know Stephen King is like, Oh, I don't, you know, he, I don't like Stanley Kubrick's adaptation. It doesn't, um, it doesn't represent the well, shining was. book very well or was. Yeah. But, cause um, he, cause he definitely, he that's, came around that's been on. like the famous thing that like, he was like, fuck this book and, or fuck this movie. And people are like, what? Like, this is like, kind of like amazing. Of your many yeah. works, like a masterpiece people could argue. And he's like, no. And uh, he's like, watch me do it better. That makes like the, the movie I haven't seen, but it's like, I think people notoriously are like, no, that won't, that version sucks. Yeah. Um, but then uh, clearly he his come around on it was when he made because he wrote Dr. Dr. Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. But then like, like heavily oversaw the making of Dr. Sleep and that movie is clearly a sequel Otter. to the movie, movie not the, the book necessarily. Yes, yes. Like all of the imagery from the movie, movie is the imagery in Dr. Sleep, which is just like an interesting conversation in itself. Yeah. Um, um in conclusion, I uh, I was drawn to this movie at a very young age and I became very quickly obsessed with it. And like to this day I have I have 100% certainty when I make this statement, it is my favorite horror movie of all time. Um I'm obsessed with this movie. Like, I just love it. And I love digging deeper into it. I'm glad we're doing a podcast episode on it, but yeah, it's like, it makes my, like, it's not only one of my, it's not only my favorite horror movie. It's one of my favorite films of all time. It would definitely make like the top 20 list. It's, it's up there. It's really up there. Like I'm obsessed with this film. I love it. I really, I really love this movie, but it's, it kind of like almost falls into like one of those, like, and I'm excited to talk about it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but it yeah. almost falls into like the interstellar category of like, where I'm like, God, this movie's like so good. I don't want to talk about it. It yeah. feels like pissing in the wind a little bit. Um, But uh, I do want to bring up that like, like one of my weird histories with this movie growing up has always been my dad has said the shining was the scariest book he ever read. Like mm-hmm. the point where he had to put it down at some points. And it's just like, uh, I, I feel like he like threw it at one point and like his blinds like shot up. I feel like he just has some crazy story that I always stuck out to me, but I've always felt like this weird, like, uh, like 
conflict within me that I love this movie so much because he's always been like, no, nah, I didn't like the movie. It, it's nothing like the book. Like it didn't scare me as much or whatever. And I always hated that. Cause I'm like, well, I didn't read the book. So I can't like <laughs> argue the book's merits versus this movie's merits. Right. But this movie is like in my mind, such a masterpiece. Um, but like he said something to me the other day that I couldn't kind of get out of my mind this time around watching it was his like main issues with the movie was Jack Nicholson's casting as Jack. And he was like, because in the book you like didn't want his character to turn like, you know, like it was hard watching Jack Torrance's character become this evil man. Whereas in the movie watching it, it's like not hard yeah, to like to make see that, that he did. Yeah. From Jack Nicholson. And this time watching it, I'm like, yeah, honestly, like I, I could believe that like Jack Torrance played by Jack Nicholson could have brought his family to the four seasons or something and right. still tried to kill them all. <laughs> like, like he just has that vibe about him. Like he's right. not, he, he, I don't know. There isn't that big of a mental leap to be like, this guy's about to go crazy. He's already kind of like irritable from minute one of the movie when he's driving in the car and he's just like, yes, honey. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. He, he watched on it on television. television. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Like, See, he's already crazy, I feel like, but I don't that, mind that because I just don't have any connection to the book. So and it's, it's also like, a, re, it's a, it is a different interpretation, you know? And, uh, yeah, like every character is a little bit different. Uh, the story is, uh, is but overall is the yeah. same. It's still about the Overlook Hotel and its haunting past and Jack Torrance and, all yeah. that, but there's just it does this does feel like an adaptation that is like missing a good amount of info or exposition dumps like in between like this is why this and this is why this or whatever because I don't know this movie does feel just like and I feel like it mystery. works as the movie yeah because it just feels like eerie like shit just going wrong and everyone's just going insane and we don't really have like a good explanation for it. Yeah. And I kind of like that. It's, it's a, it, I, cause I, 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 I don't want, I don't want to say I always hate it. I just don't particularly like being spoon fed exposition. Mm-hmm. And um, I like a little bit, like I like to trust the, that the audience is intelligent enough to like pick up on something and realize that maybe uh, the director left a lot out for a reason because he wants you to have that sense of wonder and mystery. And I, and I think that's why this, this film is still talked about because there is so much like uh, there's so much like symbolism and just the way he filmed it and what went into making this movie. Chase and I watched a little bit of the behind the uh, scenes and Vivian, Vivian Kubrick's the making of the shining and dude, the Scatman Crothers was breaking down in tears talking about working on the movie and it was beautiful. Crazy. Like he's like sitting there like in an interview for, from Vivian Kubrick. She's just interviewing. I mean, like already his eyes are like watering when she's talking to him and he's like uh, talking about Danny, the, 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 the boy who played him. Danny, um, Lloyd. Danny Lloyd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful watching him act. And he's like, I just feel like uh, he's like, I'm so uh, happy to be a part of this group that, that made this beautiful project. And he's like crying. It was, he's it was bawling. Yeah. He's pretty much yeah. like, he's yeah. like, like running it's tears. Like We're coming to down my his own face. son. Like, this is such a great, like, if you see Experience. tears, it's tears of joy and happiness. Yeah, he like, I don't and know. Like, he's really appreciative crap. of being in the film and just like what it, uh, what it meant or what it was going to mean. Cause I think they all knew it was going to be 
big. big. It's Stanley Kubrick tackling a horror movie. So mm-hmm. I feel like in 1980, like, um, I think everybody was, cause he was already established at this point. So yeah, he reached legendary with, right, like, right. I, like I said, like Dr. Strange love was one thing, but then 2001 came out and he was just reached was like a, yeah. yeah, God tier status of yeah, like cinema. Sure. And this movie was actually a bit of like a, a comeback for him because before this, he made Barry Lyndon, which Barry Lyndon. by all rights is an amazing movie and an epic but uh, it flopped and it, it wasn't really well received, even by critics kind of were like, meh. Um, so this movie was kind of him being like, let me do something that like, I want to do that. I like, yeah, my artistic style sensibilities will fit in with, but it's a little bit more commercial, like, you know, the mm, horror sense and taking one of, you know, the best selling authors of all times who had already had, horror movie successes you know, yeah, yeah. or, or uh, whatever. Um, and I think this is his adaptations. Best. Like this, this is the, the best adaptation of Stephen King, I believe is, mm. is, is yeah, I agree with that. The, the shining. I don't think anybody's adapted a Stephen King story better than that. There's a lot of, there's well, a lot I of don't ones. know if in terms of adapting his, his words, I don't know. I, I would say that it's, it's the best movie with Enjoyable Stephen King's name. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, yes. yeah, that's what it, I'm saying. In yes. terms of like ad- adapting his words, no, I don't really I, know what the best, you know. And then he, uh, I always feel like he just has that weird subcategory of everyone thinks of Stephen King as horror, but like my particular favorite I know, Shawshank Redemptions. Yeah, or like Stand By Me or Shawshank oh, Redemption. Redemption or Green Mile. Green Mile, Green Mile yeah. yeah like he's, his, a very, he's a, he's his, a good drama his, writer as well. Yeah, he can write some drama. Um, I mean, but I've, one of the- I've never actually read any Stephen King book, so I really can't speak. I've read a Richard Bachman book. I read uh, Mer- King the, is running, a, the Running Man. I used um, to... Um, so I used to work for... Book. So I used to work for this pizza place um, and my, the owner there, I don't want to name any name drop anybody. The owner there used to uh, go to this Ponte Vedra inning club or whatever. It was like a really nice place. And I think it's in Florida. Uh, he would frequently uh, caddy and drive the golf cart for Stephen King. Wow. Oh yeah. And so my old that. boss uh, yeah, knew him and he said he was the most bizarre person he's ever met. Just said he was a weird guy. Like not, not rude, not mean or anything. He's like, he's like, you could talk to him all day. He's like, he was just a weird guy, real weird. Um, which I'm like, yeah, of course, Stephen King. Doesn't surprise he's, me. He was also probably like coked, coked out you know, at yeah. the time, yeah. but uh, <laughs> when he's going around the golf course, uh, no, uh, but I uh, love Stephen King's works. Uh, Dave, I, I suggest you do read a couple. I think you'd really like the stand. Yeah. The book. Not the, I uh, did try to not um, the, read the stand one time. Actually, it's after like, I read a it's song like of lost. ice and fire. I was like, I need to read something big and hefty. I've seen um, the, I, stand, the, the stand has been compared to lost. That's why I say, I feel like you should, uh, I, comparable. I think the only ones I've read of his is stand by me and the Shawshank redemption, which is like a, sh- it was like his short story of Shawshank, which was pretty good. Uh, I have read like five. I've read one was a short story though. Uh, secret window. I've read, yeah. which I liked, really liked that one. Um, it's actually called Secret Window, Secret Garden. Uh, it's a novella. Yeah. Uh, I've read It, uh, which was it. Dude, when I was a kid, I remember reading, I was like, I don't know, a kid in middle oh. school. That book is, uh, hello? I just lost sound. No, you're good. Can you hear? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, okay, good. Sorry, it, it blipped out for a second. Um, that was just me burping. 
Oh, sorry. I thought that. Anyway, it is a wild book. It's also probably the longest one I've read by him. Uh, then I, I read The Shining, Cujo, and Misery. That's it. That's all I've read. By him. I also but read, I like, uh, I do like all those, all those books. God, what's it, what's it fucking called? It's a Red Sox player's name. Something Tom Gordon. I have no idea. It's it's about like a girl getting lost in the wood, and her imaginary friend is Tom Gordon. I think it's what? a Red Sox. What? It's a weird, but I read it in school. I remember. Okay. Um, Interesting. I like this. I want to know. But more. yeah, I like. I, I don't know. I should read more King. What a what, what an epiphany. I should epiphany. read more Stephen King books. Well, I mean, he is one of the best. I hear this guy is good. Of, prolific, yeah. uh, writers of our, of our generation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it, it it's just crazy because it's just like, uh, to me, this reputation of this movie is so based around Kubrick and not King, even though like he's I the author of the story, the, but it's just story. like, it does I don't care. Kubrick's though, like more of a King to me. Yes. Kubrick uh, Stanley is Stanley King. I've said it, I've said it multiple times. Um, I do think it's funny that on Dave's letterbox, it do, it does still say under his Stanley Kubrick ranks, maybe the best to ever do it. Uh, yes. He never changed that, Dave. Wow. I, I do think, well, I mean, he's just, he's dead. So it's easier to say. Maybe it, yeah, he also only the has 13. To ever do it, yeah. And he only has 13 films. So. Yeah, and, and, um, and by movie three, I think he's become Stanley Cooper, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly. And, and, and then some director, you know, like you can say Tarantino became manic- Tarantino on yeah. movie one, but it's also like not the same scale. Like this guy is just, I don't know. Oh, like uh, if, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, if you were to put like the three movies I said earlier, like strange love 2001 and the shining as like, top three movies of all time. So those don't even seem like they're directed by the same person necessarily. And he also, long but also it. has his sensibilities and all of them. Yeah. I don't know. And then you have like one of the, uh, it's, he was a master of genres. Cause you have, he, he gave us one of the, in my opinion, one of the best war movies, a couple of, of really good war movies. Cause he has like five. Uh, yeah. Uh, but um, full metal jacket was just, mm. And that movie, you know, the Pass of Glory is also one Pass of the best, Glory like, was the other one World I was going to War one anti-war movies. Like, um, his, uh, one of the his best first, noir heist movies. The Killing, is, yeah. the Killing, yeah. Uh, Strange so, Love is obviously a, yeah, a, yeah. a nuclear war, war comedy. Yeah, there's no fighting in the war room, <laughs> <Yeah>. gentlemen. <laughs> there's no fighting in the war room. Um, uh, but anyway, back to the, back to the shinning. Um, so uh, we're introduced. I guess Chase had said, Chase had brought up the question. He's like, how crazy or is Jack crazy before he even gets to the hotel? And I was like, I feel like the conversation we have with uh, the doctor and just that, that little bit of exposition about him yanking Danny's arm a little too hard. Um, I don't think that's crazy though. I think if anything, I don't know. That's no, just... saying, no, not crazy, but I'm saying that I feel like at this point, like I said, that he's already exhibited aggressive behavior we know he's an alcoholic oh, yes. yeah this is all well, this, I, from I this conversation that's, that's like where my dad's like argument always leans into my head because i'm like well that stuff is meant to build like a past 
that you're supposed to be a little bit weary of this guy. Right, right. But like I said, like minute one of watching Jack Nicholson, you're like, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, so, it's just, so it's a little hard to be like, oh, like, you know, like he's had this weird past. Maybe he's turning crazy. He's already just like so like... I would be he's terrified kind of, if he was my father, you know, like, he, yeah, he's a little, uh, he's a little unhinged. And like Shelly Duvall is just like, seems like the most like carefree, like fairy, la-di-da, like, like person to be like, Jack? And he's just like, what, honey? Like, yes, he's just so honey. like annoyed by everything she says, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Oh, I, my question is like how immediately is like, is everything we ever see of him? Like, I guess we only see him typing a few times, but the very first time you see him typing, is he already typing? Uh, All work and uh, no play makes Jack a dull boy. I think he is. I think he is. I don't Uh, think, I think it's once he's staring. So it's when they're playing in the, the snow and he's staring out the window with the creepy look. That's before he types. Yeah, that's, that's before uh, the first scene where she types. comes up to him. Yes. And, yeah. Well, because the first scene where she walks up to him and he, he's typing, he rips the paper away Page and break. puts it face it, down. I think that's exactly what's happening. Yes. So that's before the snowstorm. That's like when she's, that's when she says like, there's a snowstorm coming and he's like, yes. well, what do you want me to do about it? And like, he, you know. And then he's like, he's like, I have so much to do right now. Just yeah. stay out of my fucking room. And do you know what? Just stay out. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a madman. He's a madman. I do think it's it's crazy that like he's going on his own journey of becoming crazy. Danny's going on his journey of like he can see everything, everything in the hotel immediately. On. And Shelly Duvall, Shelley is Duvall, just Duvall. Just Shelley Duvall. Duvall. What is going on with my family? Like <laughs> my husband's going crazy and my son is turned into Tony. Like, <laughs> like she's having a real nightmare experience. I think that's why, like, the more this like I'm thinking about her character. I'm thinking about Stanley Kubrick also going crazy. Like I, I think I, I, I've, I've let go of so much of like my grievances with her acting in this movie. Cause I think she's just going crazy as like more than anyone. Yeah. In, yeah I feel like in, the, on the, in the movie, she's, she's crying, going crazy. She's like, yeah. She's, she's like, really crying. Like, looks like she's at the end of her wits. She's well, like, that's like in the no Guinness way. book of world records. No I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> no more take Stanley. Stanley. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that was, was like 127 Seven takes, takes. Yes. like and Stanley Kubrick's like you don't seem hysterical and she's like literally hysterical I, because I, of he's like walking up the stairs give me the bat give me the bat I imagine it's Stanley Kubrick going ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like she just really did like hit Stanley Kubrick in the head, and he fell backwards down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, now do it again, do it again, do it again." Jack, there. He's the yeah. he's the stunt man. It says stunt uh, stunt man for Mr. Nicholson was Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> yeah. 
we're shooting well, during well, another, another thing I thought was funny was Chase and I were watching behind the scene documentary and here's Vicky Kubrick being respectful walking around the kitchen while they're trying to rehearse the scene of Jack being locked into dry storage uh, with all the food and so you got Jack over here like talking quietly rehearsing with his uh, his like his, script like, supervisor co- or script soup, and yeah. you have Shelly Duvall doing it and then over here in the freaking corner you have Stanley Kubrick is typing on a typewriter in a room where everybody else is quiet and trying to rehearse. You have people trying to pick up sound and then you just hear Kubrick in the background. It's like, what? can you not write something down right now, Mr. Kubrick? You have to be typing. He's like, all this making the shining makes Stanley crazy. But he just looked like a madman back there too. Cause I'm like, he hasn't, I feel like he has no, uh, he has zero Fox. set awareness yeah, at this no. point right now. He's just like, Oh, is everyone trying to be quiet right now? Oh, Oh, sorry. Let me just write a couple more notes. Well, I loved, I loved during that as well. Uh, it's when Jack's going down the hallway, he finally runs into him and he goes, Oh, she was interviewing me from my bathroom all the way to here to set. And Stanley, he just doesn't give a shit. He just looks and goes, let me tell you what the scene is about. Like, he's just like, I don't care. Let me, let, let's right. talk about the season. <laughs> oh he's my like, God. Uh, for the record though, Shelly Duvall has said that, uh, I mean, as this movie did this movie break, traumatized her, she has uh, said that uh, she became a better actress because of it, which at what cost? <laughs> yeah. What well, cost, I but, feel like yeah. she also like, like this, like, I don't know haunted her for the rest of her for life sure, in a weird sure. way for sure Got like ptsd from it i mean i don't blame yeah, her yeah and i mean <coughs> i can't even what imagine. It, that's why I like when, whenever people are like uh some because i've heard the, the the what dave's uh gripe was about her uh some people are like oh i just can't stand shelly duvall in that movie and i'm she like, feels I like think she's acting her freaking heart out i feel like she's uh she's giving a hundred and ten percent yeah, uh, that's what it feels like, and I, I don't know. I think she does an amazing job. I love Shelly. I Duvall think there's only movie. one scene for me that I even this time I'm like, you know what? She's killing it until the the stairway scene when she goes up and she's like, when she's ah, running with it, she ah, just looks like, just she, like she's looks joking, like, dude. Like, I'm like Frank what? Yeah. Frank Oz is like muppeting ah, her. Ah, like she's just like oh, me me me. Like, it's just uh, that Ron doesn't. I, I think just, it's. I, I think don't it's, get well, it. Also, <laughs> also, it's just Shelly Duvall. Like, I think that's like ultimately what it. Like, this is like a scared person, and like she would have those dainty flailing arms. Right, and she probably she's wouldn't. Like, she's, like, she's like trying not to like stab herself too. She has a big ass knife in her hand. She's probably like trying to, you know. That's my defense. Well, move, wiggle your <laughs> arms less, maybe. I don't know, Dave. It doesn't it doesn't hold any weight. My argument. I'm just trying to defend her. <laughs> it really does feel like someone has like. <laughs> They're just like puppeteering her arm. She's like one of those wacky. It's only like one shot. It feels like a muppet in that scene. Uh, But um, I don't know. I I love her in this. She's great on the staircase, like in the bathroom too. Um, Yeah, a bit of comedic. uh, I I think in general, just her contrast to Jack Nicholson is so crazy. Like it's just they they feel actually like they work well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like she couldn't be more helpless and innocent and like pip squeaky and he's just such like a dirty old man <laughs> like i don't know like well so he's asked to be the caretaker i wanted to mention this the scene where the uh where he walks and he's kind of touring the hotel the hotel which doesn't make sense by the way um structurally speaking does like not make the sense because with the window yeah so he's brought into the middle of the so he's brought into the front door 
comes around some corners and goes in the middle of the hotel, the middle. Um, and somehow there's a window, uh, on the outside of the room of Mr. of Stuart Ullman's room. doesn't make sense. Oh, we also found there, uh, when he stands, when he's standing by the desk, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a dick joke. It's like an awesome powers dick joke. Like when he's standing at his desk, there is like a paperweight or it's like the way the papers are positioned looks like a dick coming out of his pants. And it's like, like, you'll have to just like, you'll have to see it. It's just like, it's a blink and you'll miss it. But you're like, that's funny. Did they do that on purpose or, but it's something I've seen in multiple, multiple, um, like, uh, YouTube videos that were covering the movie, like Easter eggs, but I've seen it. I wouldn't doubt this at all. Like that Stanley Kubrick did that on just put it, just put a dick in there on a strange Dr. Strange love like opens with like dick jokes galore with the like right. the planes refueling each other. And like 2001 even has some like phallic imagery in it. Yeah. That's uh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Of course. Kubrick was a dirty man. What are you talking about? Eyes wide shut is a very wholesome movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, there's no so, dick jokes in that movie. So. <laughs> there's not, there's not <laughs> zero. Uh, take your, take your children to see eyes wide shut. No, don't. Zippers uh, wide close. So, uh, he's asked to be the caretaker and he's given the, he's given the history, um, which he smiles which, about and he's like, I understand. I understand. <laughs> Oh, that why well, I now understand uh, why, why they uh, didn't tell me in Boulder. Have, have you tell me instead of him. <laughs> um, but uh, I like that he knows what he's getting into and he's unbothered by it, which uh, which already like I feel like any sane person is like, oh, okay, I'm going to be uh, the caretaker of this hotel with my wife and child. Uh, this is a huge ass hotel. Uh, it has a history of the last caretaker uh, killing. Um, yeah. His How wife long? and children. I, I don't know. Nineteen twenty-one is when I. No, as I, uh, I think they no. say seventy. The Grady. Okay, yeah, well, no, Grady I'm thinking was the like last like, year. I feel like was it last the year before? Was it? I don't I know if it was they the year say before, like nineteen seventy-eight like, or something. And this is supposed to be seventy-nine. Maybe okay, so maybe it is the year. But I know it's not. Why, I, I, that makes it sense. It is that like the too. last caretaker, even though like. During that whole Grady scene, you're like, is this guy like a butler from the 20s? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. This movie does have like a lot of like, every time I watch it, I'm like, hmm. I don't even know if I understand what's going on. Right. Okay. So, so, so much. So Chase and I noticed there was a, there's a couple times where you have like uh, not an unreliable narr- narrator, but, an, but unreliable characters because, so there's a mix up with Jack does it like twice where so Wendy says, um, we've been here for about like two months. Um, like in the beginning when she's talking to the doctor and she's like, Danny used to experience this stuff since or she, she, he's had an imaginary friend since nursery school. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she says, she talks about the drunk injury and that Jack has been sober for five months. Ever Once since Jack that visits inter- the bar, injury. Yeah, ever since that yeah. injury, it, ever since that injury, then when Jack goes to the bar, uh, it's a I've month into the them. Word. It's I've a month into them. 45 days. What do he say? 50 days. He's like yeah, five no, he goes, months. He goes, oh, he goes, okay. he goes, well, he says, I've been sober for five months. He's actually been sober for six. And then he says, um, I did. Hit, and then he's like, the I did, boy. I did, I did hurt the boy. Uh, he's like, but that was three years ago. And it's like three years ago. Okay. And it's like, yeah, maybe like, and he was in nursery school, like maybe three years ago, but that was that the time of the incident. 
Cause that doesn't add up. Did you, did you stop drinking years after the incident? Cause he it's made to, you're made to believe that he stopped drinking because he hurt Danny, but he's only been sober for six months yet. It happened three years ago. So it's like, somebody's not telling the truth here. Like, and it's either, I bet you it's, it's Shelly Duvall or it's lying to or the it's, doctor or it's him. I think it's yeah. Shelly Duvall lying to the doctor to make it less. I think so too. Bad. Um, but wait, but then he says three years ago. So did, did he just I think stop? He's, did he just stop drinking six months ago? Even yes. though he hurt. Yes. Okay. I, I, I think, I think that and he she's did lying, hurt her saying, three oh, years no, he, ago, but he, he just, was just injured and, and then Jack stopped immediately. Okay. Yes, I see what I you're think saying. That's yes, what to cover most it likely is true. That makes sense. But you have, you have a couple instances. Um, Oh gosh, I can't remember the other one. Chase, what was the other one? Well, Where Jack is just being, Jack's being unreliable. He he says it, he says something else though. I was I, it the was it the when he was talking to Grady? Maybe I don't know. It'll come back to me. But uh, I do like that when we first uh, see Jack in his office. That tie is the maze. That green mm-hmm. tie is the is the uh, is the hedge maze which I brought up to Chase later. I was like, hey, Chase, there's a bit of a continuity error here. And, and he's like, what? And I was like, who's trimming those hedges for the hedge yeah. maze? Yeah. When they're well, in, the, uh, in the winter. I feel well, like but they're growing. there for a month. They're there for a month though, Dave, before yeah, it starts it's, snowing. Stuff stops growing in the winter pretty nah. as soon as it gets like it stopped. Died. Oh, it, if anything, it's just it's like it would have overgrown. But, <laughs> yeah. but in that month, with I, no yeah, I know I'm no hedge maids. I'm no hedge, hedge, maids. hedge I'm hedge, no hedge master either. But I, yeah. I feel like aren't they like holly bushes which survive the winter? And yeah, the, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's fine. I, I was like, I don't know shit about hedges. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like that. Uh, I was I was trying to get around to talking just about the geography of the. Um, okay, so this is based off of what the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. So the Stanley hotel is an actual hotel in Colorado which actually Colorado. My, parents, my parents have gone to multiple there, times right? yeah I think they stayed there is twice it, is it did they film there at all or is no so here's is the it? thing so this is where it gets interesting so the Stanley Hotel is the hotel that I, Stephen you know King I know they didn't Stephen King filmed his version of the movie at the right. Stanley Hotel. Yeah, but, but then, Kubrick was at this point is full blown English. Yes. He's just like, I don't leave fucking UK for anything. I'm pretty they sure. No, they the they, they they filmed, they filmed in, Oregon. in Oregon. Oh, I think I. Right. Yeah. So he was like one of his main things for a while. Was he just didn't want to come back to the I'm states? I'm not and coming make back to the states. He became British. He's like, I'm from Brooklyn and I'm English now. Give <laughs> me tea and crumpets. But uh, yeah, it's so it's actually about the Stanley Hotel, which if you don't know, the Stanley Hotel is considered one of the most haunted hotels in like America. I think almost the world. But uh, it that's what uh, Stephen King based the story off of is he stayed a night there. Something happened where he got like either drunk, probably too high, I don't know, and he freaked out, and that's what made him write The Shining at the Stanley Hotel. So too much coke. So, yeah. um, it's supposed to be the Stanley Hotel, but it's not. It's uh, it's I don't even remember the name uh, of the hotel in Oregon. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's Long Something Hotel in Oregon. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. But it's only they only use that exterior Timberland Lodge. Yes, Timberland Lodge. There yes. it is. Sorry, Timberland Lodge, and that's in Oregon. That was for the ex- exterior. The Interiors. interior. I don't know the where interior, it was. It's a different. Oh hotel. yeah, it's a different so hotel. I'm pretty sure. Um, 
it is in the UK. It's the, yeah. Okay. It's so the, they probably no wait no. It's the it's the Awahani Hotel in Yosemite National Park, California. Boom. Well, these are these are the, multiple like, locations. All the, I'm sure. all the interior shots, I, I guess I'm like saying. that is like, yeah, this that is, is Essex. That is a hotel in California. Hotel lobby. Omen's office is in Hurt Hurt Fire. I don't know. Who knows? They probably I, filmed I, way more, like definitely different places to make just, it look more whilst interesting. Whilst the Timberland Lodge was the iconic exterior of the Overlook Hotel, the interiors of the hotel and the film were influenced by the, were influenced by the, hold yeah. on, we're about to get there, influenced by the interiors of the Awahani Hotel at Yosemite and were filmed on, recreated that's, uh, sets at Elstree Studios Hertfordshire, UK. Wow. Yeah. Okay. If you look at the, if you look at IMDb, almost anything that says interior is in the UK. Okay. All the exterior shots were mostly the US. Okay. So they and then they used the this uh this the Awahani Hotel that uh that's that does look just like it, but I guess that's the that's the lobby they were influenced for for the uh the big mm-hmm. staircase scene. That's cool. Yeah, I, I from what from what I understand, Stanley Kubrick refused to like make any, almost anything in 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 uh, the U.S. He after probably, like Spartacus. I'm guessing he probably didn't want to go, so he was just like, "You guys." He do just it. yeah, I think he hated like the the U.S. film industry and also just didn't want to leave. So I guess you're right, Chase. That that is a big asset. Oh yeah, a big asset. That's a big asset. That's crazy. I knew. Um, I thought that that that. Uh, well, because we watched the the, the behind room. the scenes. Yeah. Well, behind the scenes though, you said you said the exterior were like there that doesn't look like a hotel, and I was like, I was thinking it was just like maybe a weird wing of the hotel, and then I'm like, no, I, I, and it still looked massive. So I'm like, I guess it's a set. That's crazy, dude. That Chase, you're right. Uh, this is set. That's a big set, dude. That's a that's a big ass set. Yeah, that is a huge set. My God, because I mean, like some of those shots. Um, part of this movie is those. Uh, well, I mean, I love the intro. First of all, I I feel like it's one of the best establishing shots in a movie. Just that that helicopter follow and that music. Boom, 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 boom. It's very ominous. Um, the credits are rolling down. Um. Uh, and then we're on that sidewinder, just that winding mountain road. And we're getting closer and closer to that yellow car. Um, I love that. But I also just love these long shots we get in the interior, like him throwing the tennis ball against the, uh, against the wall. There's so many rhythmic things in this movie, like the sound um, yes. of Danny, like rolling over the carpet and then hitting the wood. The- mm, I love that. The, uh, carpet noise. I will say uh, earlier <laughs> last night, uh, Steve and I, we both watched this video. There's a guy who I watch that sometimes does like breaks down like music. Oh Yeah, this is interesting. And yeah, it's actually really good. But he, he talked about how uh, what they did was they actually filmed the movie in like a different soundtrack. They, they, they didn't have, yeah, the what they we have now. They wanted to wait until later into edit to actually make it more like in your face scary. They finished like, the film with yeah. with a, with a different soundtrack than the one that is on the computer. Wow. This then, is again talk about last week with some iconic yeah. soundtracks. This is again like up there with 
but all-time horror soundtrack. Don't I don't remember the name of the score. score. There's like a certain oh, there's man. a certain like uh, it's not a score, but it it's like a, a piece that someone wrote. Mm-hmm. And it it's it's seen in three iconic scenes. It's when Danny and it's goes designed in, for like horror, like yes. this bit or whatever. It's supposed to, it's like sound designed for horror bits. Yeah. So ahead, it's Chase. it's the scenes where Danny goes to two thirty seven when the door when he first goes and he tries to open it but it doesn't open. It's like you can see when he gets off his bike if he turns his head. It's like a. Like there's like it matches his movements, everything that he's doing to the door and everything, which is kind of okay. crazy because it already had to match timing wise. And crazy. Stanley Kubrick didn't have. It's like he either did know exactly what he was doing, or it's one of the greatest conveniences in like musical score history because yes. it's like everything is is just like timed so perfectly and it's like they were they were acting to a different soundtrack like the actors in the scene are acting to like music being played on a stereo in the background and be like kind of let this like move you guys like this is what's you know and it's like that's what they thought was going to be in the completed film and it's not not. and it's so weird because it's like that's a weird practice to have your actors act to a different soundtrack or the one scene that's crazy and this is the one that kind of blew steve and i away was it's it's the scene where danny goes to go get his fire truck and his dad's apparently yeah the two shot shot. so they're sitting on uh jack's lap danny is and they're talking and while they're talking it's when they're doing like question and answers the music if you actually hear it goes up for the question and then comes down for the answer and it, it's answering for the characters before they answer. And it's like, it's the way it sounds. It's almost like, you know what the, it's weird. It's like, you know what the character is going to say based on the sound. I and agree. It's like the sound it, I is know like, what you're talking about. That scene is, it feels like you're like being manipulated before you're even yeah. hearing it. The, the uh, intentions or dark tones of, the score. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's especially with the pause where he goes, would you hurt us? And then he goes, it's like, doo, doo, doo. like it, it does this yes, thing where it goes up yes. and down, up and down, up and down. Like he's questioning himself. And I'm like, this is amazing. It's just one of the main, like, like, I don't like, mean, I, I guess that? we could probably, we could probably say this. that we could probably do this more. And we probably, I guess, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say we don't, we, we all appreciate it, but just like, I need to watch more videos like this because it blew my mind just to how, I mean, I guess it's because probably this one's an iconic score. I don't think it's like this with every movie. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm on not going to lie. You'd be surprised. Movies, but, but this movie just, uh, I, I think what Dave said it is, a, it, it was cool to watch that video chase because this is such an iconic score. So to like get into the head of like, um, of our, uh, what, what's the name of, Oh my gosh. Who, who, who scored this? Oh no! Uh, who scored this? Uh, we I had his we had his name earlier, Chase. Uh, fuck, I feel dude. now I feel bad. I gotta look it up. But uh, anyway, to get kind of while we're looking that up, to get in, to get into his head um, and like what what his uh, intentions were or like what his technique was, was this was cool. I liked watching that video. I suggest it. Um, is it really? Is, sorry, um, go ahead. Did anybody, was anybody looking that up? I thought you were. Oh, sorry. I thought you were. I was like talking. Oh, I was like, no. I was hoping. I'm sorry. I saw you looking down. It's okay. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Huh. Someone hack the mainframe right now. Hack the mainframe. 
there it's weird there's no yeah i mean there's composer music, composer there's, is is there composer it says music by wendy carlos yeah wendy rachel carlos elkin. and rachel elkin yeah that's but uh so um not like composed music though i don't know what the difference is well i mean like maybe maybe that is what it is due to the fact that it was such like late yeah in, they in the edits that they just get it, yeah like, recreated um because if the because most of the info on the score you would get from this movie is if you just look at the soundtrack section i guess on imdb um but like yeah, the main title is done by Wendy Carlos and Rachel Elkin based on Dream of Witches, Sabbath, and Symphony Fantastique by Hector Blows. Okay. Well, it's beautiful. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's so it's so it, it adds to the uh, uh, the atmosphere. It is kind of defines... calming, but it's also creepy at the same time. And it's 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 hard very to creepy. do something like that. Very, very creepy. Which uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure the one of the like one of the songs they use, or one of the like the soundtrack or whatever they use in the movie, it is played for like at least ten seconds in the opening of Ghostbusters, which I was like, that is awesome. I, it, I swear this the score is so close to some of the ring music, like the in the ring. We'll get to it, I guess, but yeah. the girl specifically hums a song that's like it probably it i i i'm i would not be shocked this like um i do want to ask you guys chase's shirt steve's shirt really (laughs) who is like that face yeah, I think, I, it's, I, I think it's holler. I think it's holler. I always thought it was hollering because it's like that. I, that looks image, like a baby. Like, I know, but it, it's like it, it honestly makes me feel like it's just the baby from two thousand one. Honestly, it really sequel. like that's. I feel like that's always what I think of when I look at that face. Like I think it's hollering when he's like in the bed and it zooms in on his face. And I don't like, know. It looks like a child, like a. Or it's Danny. Face. Or it's Danny. Well, we can look it up. He's I like, think look how hollering. small those nostrils are. Look how small those nostrils are. They're pretty big. Um, what are you talking about? Look, they're as big as like, I can't even see it on my screen. They're as big as like eyeballs. I don't know. No, they're not, dude. Look at the actual poster. I like, bet you, I bet you it's actually, it's probably someone from the book. Like it's probably like a, like a little screen grab from the book. Like look up the book. Is it, what's the cover of the book? I think it's just nothing. It just says The Shining, and that's it. Yeah, I kind that. I find that kind of hard to believe. If I'm not mistaken, you know what? I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna hack the mainframe. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's. I don't know. The face on the Shining poster. Who is the face? It's gonna be like it's Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah, it's Jack Nicholson not, going through the door. That's stupid. Yeah, there's that's, no that's, way. That's because that's a different poster. It's talking about. Yeah, that's not. That's not. That's not it. That's not it. Uh, here's another one. Graphic design by Saul Brass. Uh, painfully. Uh, excuse me. 
That was so bad. I shouldn't hmm. have. This is one of those things that I think is just hard to look up. Holy shit, there was different, uh, oh my god. This is weird. I just found a website that just shows all of the different logos they were going to go for. Yeah, no, I know. I just found that same article. So this is like just something hard to look up for some reason when yeah. you look it up. Wow, dude. This is, some of the other logos are cool. I like the one with the hand with the, I'm just the saying, bicycle. Just, just look up the baby from 2001, the Space Odyssey. And there you <laughs> put are. Him side, put them side by side with the Shining poster. Yeah, it doesn't say. It doesn't say, it doesn't say who the face is. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's maybe it's Danny. Danny it just looks like a a, 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 a a newborn, not like a human. Oh, <laughs> maybe it's just maybe it is the baby. It is. Um. Yeah, it's the baby from. It's just the baby from from yeah. But uh, another thing that I uh, it's pretty funny um. This time viewing this uh, movie, uh, Steve and I caught some good lines, like some good quotable lines that I think I'm going to oh live on for the rest God. of my life. Rest uh, of my life. I love this line and I always just forget it. And then I rewound it a couple. Oh, God, we can't mention one of them. But, no, uh, no, no, no. What the fuck no. are you talking about, Wendy? Uh, uh, man, no, I, I no, no. It's, it's the, uh, it's Danny. The, he goes, oh, I found this guy. He seemed pretty bored. And you're like, what's wrong, Danny? Bored of bombing the whole universe? <laughs> yeah. Get tired of bombing the universe? Get tired of bombing, bombing the whole the universe? Get tired of bombing the whole universe? He turned to me and goes, what the fuck does that mean? Like, He's just a chaotic kid. Get tired of bombing the universe? I uh, love it. Um, That's also just his imagery of his son. He's just like, you are the most annoying fucking kid on earth. <laughs> I am gonna go crazy and kill you without a doubt. I I I, Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> I also I'm like Daddy boy. I, one of my favorite lines in this movie, honestly, is the staircase scene where he goes, Wendy, darling, you're not listening. Light of my life. Light of my life. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. Fucking brains in. I'm like, this is great. This scene's fantastic. Even though she's in real tears, this is fantastic. He's just so crazy. That's another one of my, like, it's hard. As much as this movie is just iconic to me, it's just hard, like, uh, watching it without the Simpsons and in the back of my mind, it's just Homer. It's just going, give me to that Marge. Give me to that. Give me to that. Give me to that Marge. Uh, it's funny because uh, they're like the, the other one I kept thinking about today, and I I watched it recently was the uh, the South Park episode where it's the blockbuster, and it's yes. just Randy like, oh, you cannot leave. Yeah. Yeah. That might be one of my favorite Halloween watches is that South Park blockbuster I love episode. It. I love it's it. It's so good. Such a good episode. Shelly! Shelly! Um, but uh, uh, one of the other like weird Simpsons things that's like hard for me to get over because of how funny it was to me as a kid, but then I finally understood after watching it as an adult 
was uh, in the Simpsons Shining episode. It's the Simpsons like go to watch Mr. Burns' house. And at the beginning of the episode, Mr. Burns is like, he's like, to ensure they do a good job, we're disconnecting all the cable and taking all of the beer out of the uh, like mansion. And, uh, and Smithers is like, but sir, don't you think that's why the last family went crazy and killed each other? And he's like, maybe. But this time we'll find out if that's for sure the problem. But it's uh, groundskeeper Willie is the guy that like talks to Bart and he's like, boy, you got the shitting. And that's what he's like. And like Bart is like, don't you mean the shiny? He's like, no, it's not the shiny. It's the shitting that you want to get sued, boy. But at the <laughs> end of the, you know, the Simpsons bit, like Willie comes to save the day and then he gets an ax in the back of his like in his back and then dies and then the trios of horror episode has like four more skits in it and at the end of every skit willie shows up to save the day and gets an axe in the back of his head and i always thought that was like such a random funny joke but then after watching this movie like as an older like as an adult i was like oh like now i get the joke is like you're waiting this entire not the entire movie, but for like a solid half hour, 40 minutes, you're watching Scatman Crothers just travel, travel from <laughs> Florida all the way to Colorado. And you're like, oh, he's going to save the day. And, and then, then just, he just gets dies. an axe immediately. It's just like chest. a gag that's not funny, but funny at the same time. I don't know. Well, I do. I love uh, I love our, our character, Mr. Halloran, Mr. Halloran, Nick Halloran. Uh, we when we arrive at the hotel and that, and, and they're getting the tour and he starts to shine. I always like to do the Ian McGregor. We always called it shiny. Um, but when he, when he's showing him around, like, how'd you know we call him doc? Um, well, he kind of looks it. like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't it. What's up? Doc? Um, yeah. um, but no, when he, when he's in the, when he's in the dry storage, by the way, I have to bring this up because uh, there's a lot of Indian imagery in, or Native American imagery, but they also mentioned that this this uh, hotel was built over a uh, Indian burial ground. They mentioned that in the movie. There is a lot of Native American symbolism in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. the, the rugs in the Colorado room. Um, and a lot of people throw parallels. They're like, is this, is this movie really about the genocide of the Native Americans? I don't know. I've never been able to find I, that That's parallel. the type of like crazy leap. Right, right. I agree. I, I like. agree. Yeah. But there is a lot of Native American uh, imagery. Mm. And I do think that part of the reason why the hotel was haunted is because it's built over a Native American burial ground. And they do uh -huh. that as I, in this movie. That's part of the book, right? Right. But in this so, movie, yeah. in this movie, he doesn't tell you right out. He, he has a one-off line where someone says, uh, the Overlook Hotel built between 1907 and 1909 over an old Indian burial ground. And it's just yeah. like, it's, it's a very passable line. Stuart Ullman says it, uh, our, uh, our, our tour guide at the moment. But, uh, so I do like the Stanley Kubrick does include it, but not enough. He just like, he's like, I'm going to show you a lot of native American imagery. I'm going to have that one-off line. Uh, you also at times have tribal music playing um, in the score. You'll have like, you, you know, the, the, um, what's a, what's a, uh, well, a I would example. even say the chanting at the end, the chanting was when, like, uh, like when, when Halloran gets like hit by the, uh, by the ax, like that really loud, uh, the, uh, I don't know the instrument specifically, but uh, they used like, they, they wanted to use tribal instruments 
imparted the score for certain scenes. And I just think it all ties together. I like how he did that. It's, it's, it's subtle, but it's there. Um, and I think that like, we don't know much about the history through the movie because we're not given that much exposition, but this character, like the Overlook Hotel is a character in this movie. Um, cause it itself shines. Uh, but I was just, I just wanted to throw that in there that the mention of the, the native Americans, cause you see it when he first shines, he's standing right in front of that, uh, what is it? Sugar? Is it sugar that Holleran's standing right in front of? No, it's the baking jar. powder. It's the, yes. powder. it's the it's the baking soda or whatever of right. Uh, it has like a chief Indian. on it, yeah. with a headdress. Yeah, um, that's the first time he shines with Danny. Uh, but I looks love. At him, he goes, "Want some ice cream? You want, want some, some ice cream, cream boy?" Which I <laughs> kind of like creepy. It's, yeah, creepy. it's like don't, don't it's say that just first. A, it's also just like crazy to think like he's like explaining everything to the mother so in depth and he's just like we're gonna take this time out to be like Sean like you know like want some ice cream boy and then he's just still like talking to the mother well that's why I like how awkward the conversation is when they're sitting down he goes now do you know why I knew you wanted ice cream you you know what I'm talking about you know that you know what we just did there yeah, I yeah. love that. That's like one of the nicest moments in the movie. Oh, absolutely. Conversation oh, that me, which I feel like is just building up something that um, I think in terms of like horror, it's really done well is that whole conversation is like explaining something that matters, but ultimately doesn't matter. But it's almost like giving us a safeguard for yeah. the end of the movie like hey if anything ever goes wrong you can tell me about it so then like everything starts going wrong in this movie in the hotel goes, yeah <laughs> talks to um mr Howard and, and basically the whole movie you're like well at least we know he's coming to help us so like you kind of feel safe in the back of your mind Right. And, and I do, I do. It feel- doesn't account for anything. He just gets murdered right away. So it, it just does. makes it like extra scary that, like, that safety net that you thought you had the whole movie that was going to come and save you doesn't at all. Doesn't, um, doesn't at all. Yeah. And I am. I, um, I, I like the, uh, the juxtaposition of that scene where he's explained during The Shining. I love that. Uh, Scatman Crothers character, um, Mr. Dick Holleran comes into it with an innocence and like a joy. Whereas Danny is like, this is something I'm afraid of. Yeah. And like Scatman Crothers is like, Oh, my grandmother and I used to have conversations. Old conversations. Ever open it on yeah. us. Uh, and he's like, who said you're not supposed to talk about it? Um, and and he's like, like, he's like, Tony. he's very, he's like, he's confused, but then he, he quickly is like, there's something dark Wrong. within yeah. this child because because danny asks he's like uh well i mean well first i think he asks danny he's like has uh has tony ever told you about this place about the overlook hotel uh and then you know danny asks uh are you scared of this place mm. and he which looks is like, down he thinks really which he which thinks of the best think, way to say it that's not going to scare the boy but at the same time but also like how much him. does halloran know because well, if he does that's know my impression Steve is, is, that that, knows- is that he's like I kind of understand like glimpses of what this shining shit is in what this hotel has it's one of those places that shine but also I think as soon as like Danny's like all right dude what about two, room two, two, three, two, seven? Seven. yeah and he's like and don't, don't he's go just in like there. he's like what nothing nothing's wrong with 
Dude, what? <laughs> and then Danny's like, you're afraid of that, aren't you, you little bitch? You don't even know what The Shining is. And he's like, what? Uh, what? Like, I don't know. I feel no, like what? he doesn't know. Like, immediately Danny knows more dark things than no, Halloran do, knows. Does he? I don't because know. Halloran says you stay out of you stay out of 237. Yeah, I think that's because so, he's like, that room creeps me out. And Danny's like, I already fucking went in there with my mind. <laughs> I saw that naked bitch. Like I don't know. <laughs> he physically yeah. basically he was like Maybe maybe Hollerin was that was that was his he killed the bitch. Oh he, he's like he's like yeah. I locked her in there. Don't don't go in there. Don't go in there. I don't know. I was, oh shit. Oh. It's also like the deeper stuff that I I do think that I don't know. I can't imagine being a book reader being like this movie's fucking glossing over all these explanations that I know I in know, my head. I, I wish but I it had, doesn't bother me because it just this movie's. Has that like eerie unexplainedness to me that I'm fine with? That and is there, just, yeah. Like, there's a there's a there's a lack of past knowledge of the hotel. You're given bits of it, uh, and that's okay. I think that for that that's for me. It is. It works as part of the mystery of the hotel. Well, yeah. Um, that we're not we're not given all the. We just know it has a dark past, and nobody seems to want to talk about it. I mean, Ullman does. He brings it up. Well, I think he's legally just like, oh. you, he has yeah, to bring well, he it has up. To, yes, yeah, of course he does. But um, you when he says it, uh, he goes, uh, huh, "Hard to believe it happened here." Um, does he? Doesn't he have a throwaway line like, uh, "Like sometimes I forget about it." Uh, I feel like he does. I think he he's like, "It's hard to believe quick. something like yeah, that could happen just, here." Happened here, but, but it, it did. did. Oh, but it did. But it did. But it did. Um, yeah, that's what he says. But it did. Um, and then quickly moves on. Uh, but I don't know, Dave. I feel you don't feel like Hollerin like knows why is it that this is what this is the question I'm trying to ask. Oh, I think a hundred. You think it's negligent know. for Halloran to leave Danny there, knowing he's gonna see this stuff, and it's gonna like affect. I him. don't know. I will. It's just like. That's, Isn't that that's, negligent? Behavior? That's where I feel in like this, movie, this the, the this whole movie. background come right. into play of like what was Grady's family like did Holleran know them like did because I, I think he like gives like this beautiful explanation of like hauntings that I would, love it would it. be nice to tell any child if like hauntings were like something this kid is seeing all the time but it's just like it's just like pictures in a book like they can't hurt you which is like it's just a remnant. Nice it's like when a you think about piece of toast. But then it yeah, does. Like when yeah. see, it like, does. That's but that's does the hurt thing. Him. But it's... I, I, I think that's what Holleran... He I, knows that it's like a picture in a book, but Danny, once he goes into 237, finds out it's it not. is not. It yeah, is way there's worse. There's something like there's something like that can hold on to. And, and that's I, what I'm I'm curious if what what's in the book what's in the book but um is it room 237 that harms him yeah. or is yeah, it jack no i think it's <laughs> 237 so all right we um i know that's I that's know. a big question but i feel like jack is it though i don't sleep. even know if that's just my you, own ignorance you know, if i'm no, curious do, do, about do that do you know what i do you know what he I, says I, it's the old lady something that we don't see at all no, until we, jack experiences I, it but jack so doesn't like, say how would he make up it. that story yeah how would he make up that story if there really is an old lady in there right but right. I, I don't know like it, 
the the lady doesn't try to strangle Jack. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, even I, know I what I'm saying at this. No, point. I I like what you're saying, Dave, because it's played. It's like stuff I don't think about when I'm watching this movie, but now that we're like talking about it, I'm like, I guess we have to analyze every bit of it, but I don't even really think about what strangles him or what made those marks I, on I him. Feel like I think the- it was the old woman because the reason why um, I like your take though, I like because Shelly Duvall in that moment is like, it had to have been Jack because there's nobody else in this hotel. Um, but then she is quickly, quickly convinced that there was an old woman in two, three, seven that uh, strangled him uh, or that grabbed him. Like that's what it yeah. looks like. It's just like a grab. And then he probably broke away and uh, left. She was probably, you know, well, he's probably like, like this naked woman has like leprosy. Handprints on his neck. Yeah. So I do think, and it's like, like you said, how would he have described in, and it's like the, the room was open when Jack got there and it's like, yeah. Jack is when Jack is talking to Lloyd when, and Jack is, yeah, but Jack this is, is, this is his description back to Wendy is like, well, the room was open. There was, you know, like, but so something happened in there, but also he doesn't, he's not like, I saw this hot chick that turned into a old, naked I old think, lady. I, I like, think the reason so why, like he's not telling any verse of the truth at that point. Well, I think at this point he's He's fully gone, but I think the thing, the best way of me explaining that I think it's the old lady is because technically the only evidence you have is this is, this is something that involves something physicality, right? Like you have to physically open the door, physically harm Danny. Right. However, Granby's the one that lets him out of the cooler. How, how, how did that happen? He's if yeah, he's supposed to be true. a ghost. He he unlocked it and did like a whole that's very bolt. True, yeah. So mm. if Granby can that's do why, that, then it that's has why to I'm be like, lady or Granby. Like, yeah. Look, we're this is why, uh, and I'm trying not to make the compar- comparisons to the book. Not only do I not remember much of the book because uh, I I read it like f- 15 years ago, but um, this movie is supposed to be a kind of a different. You know, it's it's an interpret an adaptation, but. Uh, I just keep going back to Halloran is an old man and I feel like he's been able to shine since he was a child. And there's no, I don't know how he didn't know that like they can physically um, man, they can like manifest physically and do things physically like open yeah. a door. Like well, they probably, well, that's where, rip, that's or where make I out feel with, like, or make out with Jack Nicholson. Like he made out with, with her. That's um, where I like, feel like this, this book called the shining probably has a lot better descriptions of what the shining is you know whereas this movie is just like based on the book called the shining and it's just showing us horror stuff well i'm not i'm not arguing anything against the movie so much as like i feel feel like like i keep saying the movie gives us like nothing like it gives us no information it gives us enough for us to keep going but it doesn't give us the whole picture it gives it us that one really amazing scene with Scatman Crothers and, <laughs> and just his best descriptions of it of like, I don't know. I feel like he puts it in such a nice way of like some people shine, some people don't. And then some, some places people. shine, you know, but also it's just like his some places thing leave of things like, behind like burnt toast. Yeah. yeah. But also it's just like, what, has he just, 
completely been safe seeing the craziest That's shit what this I'm whole saying. time. Like he, so he no doesn't. Way. He doesn't. He said think when I was a child, him, like, me and my grandmother used to have entire yeah. conversations. It's like that's also what I love about the dialogue, just in general in this movie, is that uh, and to piggyback off of not the it not giving us much, the the dialogue in this movie does seem very deliberate, short, quick. Like there's not like long monologues. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have yeah, like yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth between There's characters, but like little conversation. So just yes. Little. Yes. Yeah. Just it's just really, like, it's, it's, it's Kubrick, dude. It's almost little. like, it's almost like 2001 where it's just like, at some point you're watching this movie and you're like, what is going on with this family? Like they've been here for <laughs> a month. God knows how many days we never see them eat any of those frozen meats that, it sounds so delicious. He's like, so delicious. He's like, we have this entire freezer filled with like the greatest meats. You know, we have like seven turkeys, 15 chickens, like ribeye. Yeah. Like, okay. Pork shoulder. Like, let me, let me, let me go back to that argument you had about uh, you're saying that he's only seen them, but he has never like touched them or feel like anything. I don't physical. know. That's what I'm saying. The I feel like you're saying Scatman Crothers. Yeah, Scatman Crothers. I have, I have a theory. Hey Max. This is, this is my theory. Hey Max, get away from the camera, Max. Um, uh, <laughs> so that's cute, my cat is on Steve's cat. lap. But uh, he's great. He's great. He's great. Uh, I think personally, it's probably because, like he said, he, him and his grandma used to talk constantly for hours, right? He's right, probably right, right. super strong, and that's why they're I feel all like, yeah, intimidated. A, they probably I feel like he's a super shiner. Yeah, he's a super shiner. They super probably shiner. they probably don't want him near like themselves, and they know Danny's. He's a young boy. He's probably weak. He doesn't know how to shine right. really, so they can actually yeah. target think, him. Uh, I agree. I think I, I think uh, Hollerin is impressed by his adv- adv- at least advanced usage of the shining. I feel like this is like some Doctor Sleep shit, right? Like, don't they? I didn't really see Doctor Sleep, so do. I don't. I don't. Oh, know. I saw we did. No, David, I saw, uh, saw you guys. Saw yeah, we saw it. So they when we saw the Shining in theaters, it was because Doctor not because Doctor Sleep. We probably it was because Doctor anyway. Sleep was coming back. Yeah, out, like yeah. Stephen King introduced. The Shining, didn't he? Yeah, in, he did. Yeah. In the theater, he's like, yes. "Hey, welcome to blah blah blah." Yes. Um, Check out my film, Doctor Sleep. The he, Tom yeah. Cruise. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's, like, he's like, I totally love <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I never said anything otherwise. <laughs> um, I but, retract uh, all statements. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that uh, the sh- the. Doctor Sleep goes way more into the lore, lore of the show. It's shine. like a whole witchcraft community. Yeah, or it's like, it's, I don't yeah. really remember that movie. I, I think remember, that's I remember why I didn't watch that. it. Was well, like I remember it, Steve and I kind of like as like pessimists going into it. We're like, <laughs> like I don't yeah, know. I liked it. I liked yeah, it. Uh, I feel it, like it does it was, have pretty. It does have pretty well-rounded reviews. Like it, it has pretty general, generally good receptions. It, it just went down experience. like avenues we weren't really expecting exactly, while yes. simultaneously like, hey, want to see some imagery from, from the, the shiny? Yeah, and that you'll enjoy. Awesome. Yeah. And it's like, but it yes, was like, yes, but please. also there's witches with big hats, <laughs> hats. and stuff and covens. And I don't know what was going on in that movie, but I remember like some extra shining stuff happening. Some extra and you and McGregor being like, they used to call it the shining. 
Yeah, he's like one of the lowest of the low. He's well because he's playing. Uh, he's playing an older version of Danny, which I just I do love that they just picked Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're Danny's horse. Um, I love this child actor. He's a child actor great. that like which, doesn't too much into like any. He kind of seems like he doesn't give a shit. Well, I didn't like, know. Yeah, until- whatever. Tony tells me shit's going down. <laughs> But I, I don't really react to much of any. Like he like kind of puts his hands over and his he's face like, when he's scared. scared. And Tony's like, "Shut up!" <laughs> yeah, like, okay. but he's not like an over like oh, overdoing it child actor. He's just kind of like, uh, "What?" Well, I didn't know until Steve told me. Apparently, (laughs) he didn't even know it was a horror movie that he was in. He thought it was a drama. A drama. So he probably deacted. If if there's one thing Kubrick did right, like, good on you for not traumatizing this eight-year-old child. Yeah. (laughs) Being like, hey, we're going to really have you in this. 127 takes of Hey, listen, uh, we're going to bring the kid into the Yeah, we're going to do do the scene with the the leprosy grandmother in the bathtub, and we're going to have Danny in the scene with her. Okay, okay, Danny. Go next to this sure naked woman <laughs> who looks yeah. dead. Just come on. But uh, also, yeah. it's so funny to think about. Like as a kid, why would two little girls holding hands mean anything to you? Like that means nothing. You know, like well, the like, only oh, those, are, is those are two girls two years older than me or something. Whatever you know, like well, he sees them as, like, the the first day before closing day, and he's like, oh, these are just normal kids. And then he sees yeah. them in the well, hallway he does see them a month like, later. Butchered. But well, yeah, like yeah. But I'm saying, like, even thinking about it from the actor's perspective, like, there's nothing creepy about. Like, you could do those scenes quite easily without being like, "This is creepy," <laughs> you know. You're like, yeah, remember in this drama, your parents are in some hotel drama right now, and you see the neighbor's kids. You know, like, it doesn't, um, doesn't mean anything to him. Dave, all that makes sense to me, except for like one scene, and it's the scene where he's writing murder with lipstick. And he's holding a knife. No, I, it makes sense. I'm you know like, what? How are he's you describing red rum? He's writing yeah. red rum. He probably thinks that he's like the drama is that, that, that you're that bad, that, 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 that you that, are you are actually some points, I feel like someone. he's just saying breadcrumb. He's like breadcrumbs, 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 breadcrumbs. <laughs> probably what it is. So I also like as a kid, the legacy for this movie to me was like. Red rum was rosebud. Yeah. Like, by the yeah. time the movie ends, you're like, oh my God, red rum was murder the whole time. Whereas this movie, it's like a two minute sequence of like him saying red, red rum, rum. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's murder. Like I, I thought he, am I wrong? Does he say red rum? Like, Earlier in the yeah, movie, yeah, he does. But it's like does, ten it, minutes earlier. Episodes. Yeah, he does. Okay. Two, he has two different episodes of the Red Rum. But because I'm like, like, what is it? I just remember as a kid, I was like, Red Rum is like basically him being like, I see dead people. Like that was yeah. like a revelation moment. I thought, but when I watched this movie for the first time, I was like, oh, that's not even really a mystery. Like he says I, it like. I a did couple laugh. minutes before you realize it's murder. I laughed at the scene where they find out it's murder is he gets the knife and he picks it up. And the only reason he picks up the knife is to cut his finger to write red rum, but it, it's not sharp enough. So he turns and just grabs lipstick instead. And yeah. I'm like, you should have just gone that first time. Like, why, like why, why do you, 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 you use the anyway. side of the blade? It would have worked because she cuts, she cuts Jack's hand later. 
Well, yeah, yeah but that's like you could cut anybody with enough force. He didn't well, even he try. use more force, Chase. I hey, do like saying. that whole sequence Drop where the he's knife just on his like, hand. I'm only using pop culture references from here on out. <laughs> what does he say? It's like the uh, come out, come out wherever no, you are. Little pigs, oh, little yeah, pigs. Little pig. well, let's let say come, come out, come out. <laughs> yeah. Not on he your hair, on your the, chinny chin here chin. Here is Johnny. But what does he say the first time he... He cuts them. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he cuts them like, and he goes, honey, uh, honey I'm, I'm home. I'm home. Yeah, yeah which I'm is home. a Lucy reference. Like, yeah. it's like he only could use pop culture <laughs> references during that moment. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, what's funny about the Johnny one is that uh, Stanley Kubrick didn't know about Johnny Carson. Didn't even, didn't even, didn't, didn't get the reference of uh, here's Johnny. Did not understand. So, like, Jack Nicholson. He thought, Jack yeah, he thought Jack Nicholson was just like riffing and he's like, oh, he's like, I like that. That's and hilarious. Like, and he's like, you get it, right? And Jack Nicholson was like, you get it, right? And Sam he's like, yes, said, no. I totally get that. Do you think no, like, Jack. Funny. no, yeah. Jack, now do it 17 more times. Um, <laughs> and action. Here is Johnny. <laughs> that's, that's another funny point in the Simpsons is like in uh, when Homer first does it, he goes, here's Johnny. But then Marge isn't there. So he does it on another door and he does like another of the time, like, uh, like, um, late night host announcement. I can't remember who he says, but then like the third time he does it, it's like he does all of the people for 60 minutes. He's like, Da, 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 da. and this is 60 minutes. And he's like holding a time watch through the door. Like, <laughs> Uh, it was, you guys should definitely watch that episode. It I is, references it so much. But. It is. It is funny. Uh, during that scene, she. So it's when. Uh, uh, oh my god, huh, I can't even do his name. The uh, Crutters. He comes in. Scatman. Scatman Crutters comes in on the 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 snow cat, and they both the hear it, and he and Jack leaves, and I, I'm telling Steve, I'm like. Well, she should just walk out. Like he's oh gone. Oh my gosh! And she's like, he can't. She can't see him. He's like, Chase. I think you're just gonna die if you're in a horror movie. You're gonna <laughs> I told, be the first to die. Yeah, it, created, it created a comedic moment because Chase is like, because uh, Shelley Duvall is hiding behind the wall at this point, and he's like, he sh she should just leave. He's gone. And I was like, yeah, but she doesn't know. She's hiding behind the wall. And he's like, just look out the people. She, he's not there. And I was like, Chase, it's a huge room. He could be hiding anywhere. And then uh, I was like, Chase, I, I was like, if somebody knocked at your door and you didn't see him through the people, would you still open it? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, that <laughs> like, well, there you go. The that fucking people are shouting at on the screen while you're in the movie. You're the guy who's like, don't open but, uh, the back door. Uh, don't open the door. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Chase is like, I definitely, Chase, Chase. I do like that moment, though, of her just like, she's just sitting there in trauma, kind of like, and then she realizes, like, maybe it's safe to go outside and she still doesn't want to move. But then she looks at the window and she's like, Oh fuck! Like I, my son, I sent, yeah, Danny's like, out there. Yeah, Danny went out there like ten minutes ago. What am I doing right now? And then she like starts to make moves. Run, Danny! Run, but it's a good move of like trauma. Like yeah, you know, like yeah. she's just so like I don't know. And then right you after, you kind of see her like you can kind of see her like snap back into it. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Like, you really do. Like, it's a moment of like, well, maybe you're not all that bad, Shelly Duvall. 
She isn't. No, I I, I love Shelly. But then she I really do arms. think she's great. I think I've been wrong this entire time with Shelly Duvall. And, uh, she does I, have those muffin arms, but she's uh she's also just like uh such a lovable like person. Like if, yeah. as, as like if 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 that was a person in your life, she's completely supportive of everyone around her. She just wants Danny to be safe. She puts up with a lot of shit from Jack. Um, she's like the model wife, you know, yeah. she's great. She, she likes to read a lot. She's a horror enthusiast. My God. She I, likes I, smoking I, right I, in front of her kids I'd eating. Date, it's great. I would date Winifred Torrance. I want to go ahead and say that. Winifred Torrance. I would, uh, Winif- I will. Is it, is it Winnie? Is Win- it Wendell? Winifred? Winifred? <laughs> it's Wendy actually. I thought it was Winifred because he, uh, no, well, she, Scatman Crawler says oh. he's, he's like, I noticed your name is Winifred. Is it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is it Wendell or whatever? Yeah, right, she right. says it's Wendy actually. Yeah. Wendy, um, that's the best. That's Winnie. Oh, it's Wendy. Oh, what? It's not Wendy. It's no, Wendy. No, it is Wendy. You, you he's, he's yeah, playing Wendy. with you. He's playing with you. Oh, no. Uh, Scat, that's a, um, uh, hold on. Oh, my God. Well, I just closed my tab on my phone and I realized oh. I had, I need to just look stuff up on the computer. But then when I do that, I feel like I, I um, if I put a, if I put a, a, a website up and it's over your guys's faces, I just completely lose the conversation. I can't see you guys anymore. That, that happens Throws to me, me constantly, constantly. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, uh, okay. I actually have a question for Dave. Have you ever been in a snowstorm like that? Ever? Yeah, I was going to ask that. I, I know, I know Steve, uh, like, he asked uh, me that earlier today. Like, like a, I, I could never jump out. Uh, I mean, I probably could, but I could never like jump and slide out yeah, of I, a second same. story window. But yeah, we've, I've experienced snowstorms that, that cover, like you're not going anywhere in yeah. them for sure. Um, but it's not necessarily like uh, it, it's it's got to be like pretty severe to be like you're not going to travel for a few days. Like I've uh, been in like snowstorms that are like three feet, like that, like pretty bad. Probably probably larger than three feet. Oh, uh, right? let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Who do um because this is a common misconception, and I'm just going to see if it, if it went past you guys or if you guys uh, caught it. Uh, who do you think the person? Uh, when, when, when Shelly Duvall, Wendy is running through the hotel and she's kind of like seeing everything for the first time, like all the different rooms, like she sees the skeletons, she sees the, she sees Winnie the Pooh giving a blowjob to, uh, somebody, um, and, and she sees that guy, she sees the guy with like the ax, uh, marking his head, split through his head. Who is that? Well, you, it, you told me something you today. You think it's Grady, right? Like, does anybody no, ever, thought, you ever thought it was Grady? The bar, I, uh, a bartender, right? It's uh, so his he's or, oh no, she sees the bartender, but it's not what you're talking about. He's right? talking about right. the one it's, where it's like, what a great party, and she starts freaking out. It's this guy. Yeah, what a great, what a great party, and he's yeah, like, he said that was the bartender. Okay, so I guess I guess you guys did did catch it. It's just he's 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 credited as uh, injured guest. That's literally all he is. Uh, when I was a child, I thought that was Grady. Yeah, you said that and I was today. Like, and I was like, Grady blows what? his head out. And I was like, oh, he blows his head off. It's uh, Grady. Yeah, but he uh, uses but a shotgun. I don't think that's you're going to have a, a That's why it doesn't make sense. But yeah. when I was a kid, yeah, you would. I mean, you could. 
Wait, so it's not the bartender? <laughs> no, it's just the it just injured, injured guest. guest. It's, it's just, just a guy. random guy. I don't. I think it's just a random guy. Just okay. a random guest. But there is a history of of suicides, murder. There's suspicious uh, suspicious change of ownership. Um, and that's all in the book. That's not really brought up that much uh, in the movie. But uh, I think again, this just that is kind of confusing because you're like, all right, well, what happened to that guy? Um, and you're not really given any, any context. I just, yeah. I think at this point you're just seeing, you're just seeing like everybody. years you're and seeing years of worth of weird history, which I love. But, it, but it, from her. again, this is more of like, is the book stuff going? I don't know why I thought that was a bartender. Bartender looks so different than that guy. Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd has like a coat on, um, but Lloyd, I know you didn't think it was Lloyd, but I'm saying, I, I, I think that, um, the the book must go into more detail of this, but it, I do wonder, like, because this is what we're wondering: is the Grady family? I, in my understanding, it's like the year before. They're like the last people that did this job fucking died. Like, got you know, they the man went crazy and killed his whole family. But I'm like, well, this place has been around since like what does he say 1909 like yeah yeah it's 1909 like what <laughs> what's been going on every other winter that <laughs> i think i think I if think anything others. liably they should only say at least one like also also I, I have i have trouble with the period of the murder because like the reason why i keep questioning this is because the twins aren't dressed in clothes that look like they're from 1978 they look a little bit older well, yeah, like, but I, I don't mean, know. The dresses, yeah. the little this blue dresses. dresses I don't know, dude. It feels like also. I, I get it, but then when he sees when he walks into the party, I I imagine he's walking into the the, yes, the, the like July like Fourth Roaring Twenties, like yeah, Roaring Twenties ball, and but then it's he also, sees yeah, the caretaker, which is confusing. Is the, and also, he's with he's with Lloyd. Um, Who's I don't know, an old school bartender. I don't know. It's it is confusing to to to, to try to pinpoint when Grady was there. Okay, because it's like let me. It it was actually in the movie. In, in the night, the actual incident happened in 1970, so it was it was like eight years before, eight years prior. Okay, so it's been eight years since. Maybe he, they've got eight years without caretaker. They probably did. And they were probably Maybe. like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just again? don't, I don't think like it's one of the main things the is movie. like, you, yeah, you want it. One of the main things you'd want the caretaker for is to make sure the pipes aren't frozen, all that shit. So I don't know. Well, it probably. I, this, Crothers was doing it. I'm not going to lie. This right, sounds so really the dumb. The tragedy that we had happened up here during the, the winter of 1970, what Jason yeah. said. I so, think I, I think know. if anything, what if what if it's it? And I said this to Steve, but I it's, it's one of those things. Been watching over. No, what if Jack technically has the shining? He doesn't know it, and 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 it drives him crazy. <laughs> and then it would make sense of why people don't, people do, and it would make sense why only a few people have ended up killing their families at this lodge. I feel like it's well, all part think of the, the saying, hotel's possession. Though, I last. The last people that took care of it were these people, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird. Maybe that's I just like I see what you're saying with the with the shining angle, but then like I also just like to think that to some degree or not or not like without the shining, this hotel has abilities to oh, absolutely. I mean, influence people. It, like, cause like, look, it Shelley makes sense Duvall, with Shelley. Yeah, 
has no signs of shining. And, and then she, she sees, sees everything. All of it. Yeah. Like it's just, it is, this is hotel California, baby. This is a, a haunted hotel. So that, it's that actually mean, the that's overlook. the other, um, what's up? I know. I know. Um, it's like the hotel California. Yeah, I know. I know. I always think of this movie when I hear the song hotel California, for some reason, it's just cause haunted hotels. I don't know. Um, funny story. I used to work with a guy who uh, claimed to have gone to the actual hotel California, which Oh the my God. one that Eagles totally are talking missed. about does, yeah. does not does actually not exist. exist. Um, but he said it was funny. He's like, oh, yeah, hung out. I actually hung out in at the Hotel California with the Eagles. And I'm like, he's just you? in a hotel in California, right? With 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 a, with, with some eagle. eagles, with the eagles. <laughs> All right. some bald Andy eagles that he uh, illegally attained. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'll we'll take a second while Dave stepping away. To just preach the uh, chase, I want to take a moment to preach the atmosphere again. Uh, but I just really appreciate his uh, the cinematography and just what he does with uh, with these long shots, with these. Well, it's like these, they uh, definitely use dollies, but they use like, oh, what is it called? I think they're called what? dance. Oh, my God. Ballroom dollies where it's like you can actually roll on like carpet and hardwood and all that. That's right. Not that's the scratch up scene Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're following Danny. It's it's Which, very smooth. I feel like if anything, he does a really good job with framing and trying to have yeah. like small little like he, he tries to tell a story and we, they even say it like they tell a story with the music. They tell a story with the visuals and they tell a story with the story. And I think it's really well done. I think yeah, there's not much story told through conversation no, at all. No, it's a very, and this movie relies completely on atmosphere and the atmosphere is, is, is scary to me. Like this isn't a pop-up uh, jump scare movie. Like the, 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 uh, the score will swell, you know, and you'll get those, and, uh, Stuff like that, but this is not a jump scare boo uh, movie. It's very it's a progression. Uh, it's cerebral seeing, too. Yeah. It's cerebral. Like it's get like it, I don't know. It gets in your head. It starts um, off very calm and bland. Not bland. That bland's a bad word. It's calm and like cozy almost. Yeah, and then you yeah. slowly start getting where. And I I love the scene I where Jack I, is dancing. Not really dancing, but he's pissed off in the hallway. Oh, and he's and he's just like and just does the and it's like and the, the music is the starting to match with him. Yes. Yeah. So because it's matching with him, he's the intensity that's building. And I love, I love that. it. I love yeah, that. It's a lot of it's a lot of like body acting, like physical acting, is more so than than dialogue. Um. And that's and, one of the one things where it's like going back to like my dad being like, he didn't like Nicholson for the role because he feels like he's right off the bat Nicholson, but I can't picture anyone else in this role because no. of how good those final scenes are and how crazy he is. And just like right off the bat of like, <laughs> like right off the, when he goes and sits at the bar and, it's Ooh. almost like immediate um like acceptance of craziness. Like he's just sits at the bar that he knows isn't there and automatically and he's, he's like Yeah, he's like great. Like I also have, I love the did you guys twenties and there's a, two there, tens. There's like, a triple uh, there's a triple jack in this that you have you have uh Jack Nicholson playing Jack Torrance drinking Jack Daniels. Yeah, I love Triple it. Jack. But, yeah, uh, Triple Jack. Yeah, the, go ahead, Chase. No, I technically <laughs> this say? is what you were gonna. This is what you told me in the movie, and I I want to just bring it up. 
But during that scene, he goes in and he sits at the bar that's empty. And the line right before Lloyd shows up is, God, I would do anything for a drink. I'd sell, sell my, my I'd sell my, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd it's, sell my it's, soul and for it's a drink. Right and from then, that point on, he sold it. I feel like he, it's like, it's him submitting to the hotel. Like the hotel was getting to him. He went into the bar looking for a drink. You know, he knows there's no, he knows there's nothing there, but he's like, I would sell my soul for a drink. And then he looks up and Lloyd is there. And it's yeah. like he, his soul and has it's been like sold. Lloyd's the devil kind of, yes. but he's not, but it's like, it's like, there he is. There it is. The hotel opened up to him. They were like, all right, we got him boys. But, we know, got him. It, it is even, like, even to the point strike. where he, he does say, he's like, I have two twenties and two tens that I was worried. I wasn't going to get the spend. But yeah. when then he looks in his wallet and that scene and he and doesn't have any, have any money. money. There's another and, unreliable Jack Nickel. That was what it but was. But it's that also like, one. he didn't need to sell his soul because his like money was already taken. And then in the next time he's at the bar, he has money. He tries has money. to offer his money and his money's no good there because he's already sold his soul i don't know i kind of like that reading of it yes yeah and so i never picked up but uh Um, i i also like the line this is back to a native american reference this is something that's disrespectful is he goes uh that's a white man's bourbon white man's bourbon and you're like to drink a white man's bourbon over a native american burial ground could be considered disrespectful and it's like he does make a statement to be like that's a white man's bourbon he says it like two two, two or three times but uh um, it would also make sense of why that room is so haunted with everybody right partying. that's not just again like it's, it's like the subtlety on, to yeah. that like to the mm. um just One of my in. favorite parts about that is he it's it's a really just like incredibly absorbing scene is you know he's crazy, you know he's having a drink with a ghost or whatever. And then that's when <laughs> Wendy comes up to him and she's like, like, uh, that's when she says that Danny's been attacked, correct? Yeah, right, right. She's like, and he crazy just crazy woman. And he goes, Sorry, you fucking out of out your, your mind, mind. <laughs> it's just so funny that he says that to her and you're just like you he's are. been sitting having a drink with nobody like you know like he accused her like are you fucking out of your mind well, it is when- also another iconic a scene sorry chase but just that just i'm glad we arrived at this scene because we need to talk. the bar scene is great yes, it's also just it is amazing parodied um to death at this point but uh i love lloyd there's something so haunting about Lloyd. He's just very, he's very straightforward. He's very stale, Sorry. very direct. Um, and he's haunting. He's, he's just, it's like, dude, you're Jack. You're not, there's nobody there, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd's not supposed to be there, Jack. Uh, and then I, even like, you know, past that scene when he takes it and he's just, takes his drink away and he's walking away and then he bumps into Brady and he's just like, sorry, cheese. That's the second time. That's the second time he goes to the bar. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah. this yeah. is when he does have money right. in his wallet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, your money's no good here. It. So, well, I, I'd like to, what do you say? Uh, he's, he goes, Oh, I want to know who's paying for my drinks. I'm Lloyd. the kind of man he, that wants to know and, who's oh, paying for man. my drinks. And then he, he goes, says, uh, that's not a matter you not, should be concerned with right now. And he goes, fine by me. And that's where I draw that, that parallel. There. Yeah. Uh, I love that. We, we got to talk about that. I, uh, I, it's also like when Jack Nicholson's playing the most like 
Jack Nicholson? Smoothed into craziness, you know, like he just sells those scenes like he he is the only person that's sane right now well i love yeah, like even the bathroom yeah, scene where he's, he's batshit crazy it's so know? crazy because like, he's yeah. Like, yeah again the juxtaposition of just like he is walking through this like seeing ghosts and yes. he's like he's like i'm all right i gotta yeah deal he's with acting this wife like, and know, my kid yeah he's like, like all right man, what's wrong with them crazy but i'm staying cool <laughs> and yeah you're right chase like that's just how he is in the, in the bathroom scene as well where he's, he's just like, like just i've seen your photo I, yeah you, you married like, Graham? like you married he's like crazy. like ac- accusational towards the ghost that he's seeing <laughs> yeah like, He's like, wait it's a like second. Even- I know what's wrong with this picture. <laughs> it's that you <laughs> killed your whole family. And, and it's like, like, you dude, know he this. just Yeah, he just <laughs> spilled all over you. Like, why are you acting like you're not crazy too? Like, <laughs> he, he acts like Brady has something to hide, but he's just playing it so casual. Like, I don't know. What I also like is, I like, uh, and this is such like, it kind of made me laugh a little bit in the movie today, was like, Grady keeps telling him he's like you gotta correct him you got it like and at one point he fails he fails with the stairwell scene and he goes you screwed up and to be honest yeah, most of us think you don't have the heart for it like you yeah, can't you gotta do rub this. it in right now Grady you gotta rub it in right yeah. now and it's like he fails at the end of this movie he still fails like he yeah and it, he does it, he fails twice and it he makes does a me terrible job. it makes me laugh because I honestly at the way end where they push into the photo I'm like he doesn't deserve to be at the party he failed that makes well, no he's sense. At, he was already at that party, though. Was he? Was he, Steve? Yeah, 1921. How do we know? Because there was a ev- evidence of it? <sighs> it's true. I do, well, yeah, dude, I do think that's the kind of the point. Like, if if Jack he was always the were to come to the, to the overlook when he was being interviewed and looked at all the pictures, he would have found himself. Sound, like, himself. He wasn't added to that picture after the events yeah, of this yeah, movie. He was there. He was, he was there. always. And, what about Grady? And I do. Grady was Grady too. Like, like what, wouldn't that, Grady had a photo as well then? Because he was no, also I, like, I don't, I don't think he's the center of attention or anything, but I think that they're all in that photo. Like, I think every caretaker to ever come to the overlook look is, is in, in that, that photo already. Like they're yeah. just, that it's was my like that's one, my interpretation. Okay. It's, like, it's like a time because, loop because thing. he does yeah. chase. He does walk. You'd have to first off. You'd have to pause it, frame it, zoom in, and enhance it. But Jack Nicholson walks by that photo um, in the beginning when he's doing the tour. He does walk by because it's like where the setting is. He does walk right by it, and that photo is there the entire time. And he is front and center in that photo, but nobody's looking. You know, nobody's looking. You don't. You don't. You're not. That's not what you're looking at. Um, but I. I think that um, that bathroom conversation is very telling but because he says, I know you've always been the caretaker here because I've always been here. And he, uh, it's just a spooky thing to tell somebody in the bathroom. Um, but Jack is handling this entire situation so well, so well. Um, I don't think he's handling it so well. So no, in the bathroom. Like you're you're like, talking to somebody. You're talking to a okay. ghost. He's handling it very well. Oh, you're he's talking like, to a, a killer as well who killed his yeah. family. And he's like, like, he's like not freaking out or anything. He's just like, <laughs> okay, Mr. Grady. That's because I think he's already just snapped at that point. He's like, 
obviously he just had a drink at a bar that doesn't exist and he's walking huh. through a party. What's that, that, what's that exist. glass? What's that glass again? A, it was, uh, it was it, what, whatever. Bourbon? No, 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 it's, oh, it's what, what he says. He spill. says bourbon with a side of it's whatever the material on, on his jacket. No, it's, is. it's the, uh, it's the drink he spills. It's like, wow. It's, it's a, a something with the M. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I think he's talking about his, jacket no well, no they spilled they it mention it and they they said oh it's this and it'll it's stain a, yeah and he's like oh stain shit. that like that material is what he's talking oh. about i don't think it is because i thought it's because he's like well i'll set my drink in this on the side because it's like it mixed into his drink because it spilled into his drink Ooh. interesting go we're, we're at a we're at an impasse we're at an impasse right now just yeah, are you I'm looking not, it I'm up and am trying to find the the conversation. Cause it's so crazy that it's not on. I mean, you could always just YouTube it, mute it, and look at what the word is, then Google yeah. that. That's what I would probably have done. Um but uh but um 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 Papa Anyways, why were you saying that in the first place? I like uh, I like just how many iconic. Watching it again this time, I'm just like, man, there is so much iconic imagery from this movie, like the red rum, the broken door with like Jack hitting the axe, like the Lloyd in the ballroom scene, and like the hedge, like the twins, the 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 twins showing up, the hedge maze. There's just so much iconic like horror imagery from this movie that's been like parody. Like you see people dress up as the twins for Halloween, like two girls. I've seen that happen multiple times. Um, and I feel like that is literally a punchline in so many comedies. Yeah. It's like, you guys look like the, the twins, twins from, from the, the shining. From the yeah. shining. Uh, I know that's in uh, the night before, uh, but it's just, I feel like in so many things. Now. Also fun fact, Jack Nicholson was a volunteer firefighter. Did double check this. It was a volunteer firefighter, and for the door breaking scene, he was actually rather good with an axe. And at first, they just built like a stunt door, um, and he broke through it way too easily. And they're so like, they "All right, Jack, we're gonna, yeah." So they they reinforce it. I'm sure it's still to a degree a prop door, but they had to re, like triple reinforce it, uh, make it stronger. Maybe that's uh, why they're like, you have to hide in that corner right there, and, so you don't. Get and hurt. I, also, I just love that um, that shot technique of like following the axe. And then, like, just whipping yeah. the camera back and forth. Uh, I always think it's more of a longer take because the behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, makes it 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 makes it seem like there's no cutting in the behind the scenes. You see the the camera operator whipping the camera back and forth, right, right, following the axe. But there's actually more cuts in the scene than than uh, necessary. That are visible. That's also from. Um, damn it. I just saw this like two weeks ago, but it's from a movie and I never knew that. Like it's, that is being inspired by a movie. Um, I know, axe, uh, I the, know uh, the La La whole Land does it. La La Land does that. It's like from a movie Johnny. from like the thirties or something. I don't know. Also like, Dude, Shelly Duvall is so close to fitting outside that window. Bro, just, 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 just muscle through. through. Just muscle through. Yeah, yeah. Push just, it through just, just, back, put, just, like, yeah, just get in there. Like, just I, break I just the feel like window. A, I don't know. In just a life or death the, situation, yeah. like I'm, I'm getting through that crack, bro. I am. If there's a man on the other side of the door with an axe 
And he's like, Wendy. And he's, and he's shoving his face through the door. I'd get out that window. I'd probably I'd pick up the phantom I'm carriage. I'm a, I'm a slender man. 1921. Though, so. I think what I would do is pick up the, the back of the toilet and just smash the window across, like just break the window frame and then you're good. Did you notice? Did you notice though? I don't know what that bathroom, I, I did specifically, but in the 237 bathroom, there was no tank. Yes, I did notice the that. The toilet was just to the ground. That's, that's all it was. It was really weird. The architecture in some of these are, there's uh, this weird, uh, what do you call it? Those like fade cuts where- uh, Dissolves? Yeah, the dissolves where they're, where they're and some dissolves uh, last longer than others where it's like Jack is basically in the scene with the hotel, but he's the size of the hotel. And you're like, all right, like, is he going to fade out of the picture yet? Or, you know what I'm talking about, Chase? Yeah, there, there was a scene I know in the beginning, uh, it's Shelly's like, you'll like it there. And she's talking to, uh, oh my God, uh, Danny. And while she's talking to him, it starts to fade to the hotel. And you can see that she's already starting another sentence, but it's still fading. You're like, what so the, there's what two was that? there's like there's like two Shelly Duvalls. Yeah, you're just like, what's going on? But I like those. I don't know why they work so well for the uh I know I'm going backwards here. Don't worry, we'll go, we'll come back. But I just wanted to to, to put that out. I, lo- I love like the a passage editing of in time. This, yeah. Yeah. The editing in this movie is is very uh clever and calculated. Um, because it's very well paced. Um, with, with like minimal dialogue, it's like one movie. I feel like uh, Zach couldn't be like, they're just talking, you know, cause <laughs> there's uh they're not, there's um they're well, not talking that much. Like, like there's Dave, that Dave scene kinda, where they were just talking, but yeah, they were, but Dave, uh, David, the hammer on the head, even the scenes, the long takes with Danny and uh, Jack, they're saying like, just very minimal responses. Do you like it here? Yeah. Yeah pause like it's, it's, Would it's you very me? middle um and the fact that this movie no. still works in in spite of that i just it's it's good editing it's good use of sound um because even like i this movie never feels boring to me it, there's not a point in this movie that i feel really lags does it for you guys at any point i, I moves along pretty quickly and moves along or smoothly not quickly it's smoothly there is a lot to unpack I, I, no i will just say that i started this last night um and it just like lulled me to sleep very quickly. Not like, you know, this is boring, but I feel like I've seen it so many times. This movie was almost too cozy for me. Like it's, it's weird to describe this movie as cozy, but it is kind of like, it's just like the music, the sounds, all of it. Like I made it to about like when Scatman is talking to Danny about, the shining and then I fell asleep and then I woke up this morning to to watch the rest of it. Um you had that uh I don't think it's because it's boring at all though. I just I honestly think this movie's a little bit cozy. I will, than, I will tell you, Dave, I, I think this movie's cozy because even Steve can vouch for me. Usually when I watch movies, I sit and I watch and I'm all good. Today I curled up with my blanket. I, I kind of laid I kind of laid down on half of the couch with my feet up on the the legs, and I just laid there and watched the movie. I had a blast this morning watching this movie. Um, it's, <laughs> by the way, also it's it's Advocat. Advoc for what? Is the traditional Dutch alcoholic beverage? Oh, Advocat made from eggs, sugar, and brandy, which. I assumed when he spilled on him, it was some sort of like mimosa or something, but that's what he spilled on him. Okay. Um, Advocate. That yellow yellow drink. 
Okay. Well, thank you for running that back for us. Um, I do really like the maze, the maze run of just the Danny, Danny boy. Um, I appreciate the, uh, also the, uh, does it, uh, did you guys get Jurassic Park vibes when, when Danny hides in the, uh, yes. And the, the, uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And the little storage yeah. cabinet and mm-hmm. the kitchen. To the um, point where I'm like the Jurassic Park. It's, were they inspired by the shining? Uh, yes. Has to be. It has to be. The Raptors, twins, twins, yeah. twins. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they, there you go. Proof, proof, evidence. Right there. Make, make We're the only ones that knows it. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding. Um, yeah. but you get the iconic proof is uh, in the, the jiggling jello. <laughs> you get the you get the 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 classic kid outsmarting an adult, um, running around the maze and then just hey. track on his footsteps and uh, jump out of the way and hide and uh, just a kid being clever. But he has a, he has to sprint so he knows that his dad well, doesn't yeah. see him think, like backtracking. Yeah, right, and I think he does have a good lead on him already. And like you said, Chase, when we were watching the movie, he does. Danny's been in that maze now. This is his third time, I think, in the maze. At least from what we see. Yeah, from what we see. Time. So I would imagine he has some a little bit of experience within the maze. Also, Jack's a madman running around on a broken ankle and a um, gash on his head. So and a Danny's heavy got a good. Uh, yeah, Danny's got a little bit of an advantage here. I feel like um, he's because he's young and uh, he's young and spry. Do we want to start? Do we want to start wrapping it up? Do we feel like we've covered it? Do we feel like we yeah, talked? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I else mean, to talk is- about. It's hard. Yeah, it's back to what I said earlier about like this movie feels too big, too grandiose to yes. properly cover on a podcast. And I don't know. I think we did a good job. I feel like we 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 bounced around, but we uh, we did uh, we hit all the the all big the, points, the the, the high keys. points, yeah. The, yeah. the big daddies, big daddies, big yeah, willy dillies, yeah. All right. So who wants to start with their, their final thoughts on the movie? I'll start us off. Um, okay. uh, for me, this is a, it's iconic, a horror movie that, uh, the, the critique on the back of the Blu-ray box. I like it says it's the first epic horror movie, um, which this is an epic. It's like two hours and 20 minutes, not only in length, but just how much happens and obviously how much there is to unpackage and unfold. Uh, for me, it's my favorite horror movie, so I'm going to give it five stars uh, for for horror for the thes um, this month. Uh, also, just a five star movie. It's a masterpiece. It's one of my favorite films. Um, uh, there's not much more I can say about it without sounding like a broken record. You guys know how I feel about this movie. It's very beloved to me. Um, yeah, it stands the test of time too. It's 40 years later. This is still like a great watch. Yeah. Like it's still a great watch. It's timeless to me. It still looks. I was just telling Chase today how amazing this movie looks. I was like, it is so. It still holds up it really looks well. Fantastic. It just yeah, it looks amazing. Stanley Kubrick is a genius. A favorite director. Yeah, five, five, and five. All right. Well, uh, I will say, and this goes back to what we said last week. Even though I don't know if anybody remembers, we said this last week, but someone. I don't remember if it was Dave or if it was Steve, but one of you said that The Exorcist is probably the grandfather of all horror movies. To be honest, I feel like The Shining is the grandfather of horror movies. I don't know. I feel like I feel like if I, if someone tells me name one of the best ever horror movies of all time, I think I would probably say The Shining in either my top 3. 
I don't know. I feel like The Shining is definitely, and this might be a bias due to the fact that I just saw the the Exorcist like once. This is like my sixth time watching The Shining. This movie's great. I I really do agree with what we said earlier, Steve. Where it you know you can't tell mo- the, the you can't tell the story of of horror. I feel like well, right. Yeah. I well that and plus I think what you said was right. I mean the the music in this movie fits perfectly with the story they're trying to tell. You have the plot that's also fitting us with the story they want to tell. And then you finally have the imagery. The imagery of this movie is fantastic. I mean, the the like even the we didn't even talk about it, but like the hedge mage scene where they're walking in the the oh, model yeah. of the hedge mage. Like how they did that is they took someone really high up and they put the real miniature and they're focusing down on a little cut hole of people walking so it looks like the miniature like they're it's walking in the miniature, it's yeah. crazy. which is just crazy because like the guy had the yeah he had the miniature like instead of them digitally doing that which which I guess in eighty they could have they could have done something they're like yeah. Stanley Kubrick is like now let's just do like a miniature Practical. and zoom in yeah. through the miniature and it's like wild yeah, shot that shot is wild what, what they had to do to to actually like i don't think a lot of people appreciate that 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 shot is practical like it's that's wild and it's, it's like crazy. every time you watch this movie you catch one more thing or you 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 kind of get a, a better understanding of what this movie really is about and i think that is such a cool thing so i'm gonna also probably give this a five out of five and then you know as a movie of course five out of five this is one of the best this is probably one of my favorite Kubricks, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's 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 it there. Uh, Dave has Dave has a as it ranked, I think, pretty low on your Kubricks, right? Or maybe like six, not low, low. Yeah, it's Kubricks just a fucking hard person. I know he's a he's a he's a, he's just like everyone. He's a that juggernaut. I, yeah, every movie that I rank is generally pretty. Like I think I he only has like two below five stars for me, and it's. It's Fear a, and Desire and uh, Killer's, Killer's Kiss. Killer's Kiss, yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, no, no, no. This movie's a full-on five five across the board for me, for sure. Um, it's it's weird. I'm, I'm trying to look on my letterbox now to see where his rankings are. But it's weird knowing that he's the only list as of now on my letterbox that will never change. Like. I mean, I guess it could change if I watch the movies over and over and decide something different. But, but um, I mean, there's nothing that's gonna move forward. Yeah, this is six on my uh, on my yeah, six. Wow, I'm good. Um, oh man, I'm good. I don't. I haven't even looked at that list in a while. I just know it's uh, yeah. But um, but uh, yeah. No, I I think this is like such an influential movie for sure, and uh, I think. In terms of horror movies, there's not many up there that have the filmmakers like this behind it. Like, obviously, The Exorcist is up there too. I think Freakin's one of one of right. the best one of the best filmmakers to make a horror movie. We've covered two um, bangers in a row, man. Yeah, yeah. very true. Um, yeah, I think this this is a whole of, whole of a movie. Um, it looks gorgeous. It's atmospherically scary. Um, the acting is incredible. Um, yeah, not really. I I feel like again, I'm just pissing in the wind when I'm like 
Is there any original thought I could come up with on The Shining? And there isn't. <laughs> to be I mean, honest, we brought up a couple yeah. interesting points today. You know, where where you we brought up an angle of like, could Jack have been the one that damaged Danny's, you know, like mm. neck and sweater, or like you brought that? That was fun to talk about. Also, we talked about um, Jack selling his sell, selling his soul to the hotel. Like you hadn't mm. previously realized that. Yeah. So I think we talked about some compelling things today that at least that uh, maybe hadn't been talked about as much. Yeah, in, in other, I don't know uh, if I it's agree. like, yeah, I think yeah. if anything, we we still brought up some things that we not but questions. Yeah, I, I also but, agree with Dave that like the reason why I feel like this is going to be a shorter episode is because uh, it's it's like well, we covered God. it. We covered it and it's just our it's it's so well covered already. That everybody mostly but, um, knows. The, yeah, yeah, but I, I'm glad we did cover it because I, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about it with the boys, you know. Yeah. All right. You Good guys want to go into but, random? Random. Random. All right. I do have a cool random that one of, I, I don't think he's a listener yet, but uh, shout out to Colin, who is, who, who's a buddy from work. Shout uh, out Colin. He, uh, he sent me this like yesterday. Uh, Martin Scorsese is now directing a Gangs of New York TV show, which I was like, oh, sweet. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a new thing, which has, has, has Scorsese done a TV show before? Yeah, he's done a few. Um, he directed, I want to say, three or two episodes of of um, Boardwalk Empire, which was like a show that yeah. he like produced and oversaw. Um, he also directed an episode of Vinyl. Um, so, well, that's cool. Yeah, I I, I, I thought that was a really cool thing. I thought you guys would have pumped, but no, yeah, I think that's awesome. I'm I'm so, I'm so so on it. I'm like I don't know. Did you not Did like you, Gangs of New York? I movie? like that movie. I yeah. don't need. I don't think it needs a television series, but um, I it's directed I, by Scorsese. You watch, yeah, it. yeah. I love Scorsese. <laughs> well, it's Dave, his thing Dave is for like the longest time didn't want to admit that Scorsese was his favorite director. He, still he is. Him. He's absolutely my favorite director, <laughs> but he's getting up there in age, and I don't need him taking up his time with fucking projects that might not go anywhere. Like right. I really enjoyed Vinyl, but that was canceled after one season. So I don't. I don't I, want this poor old man to be wasting his precious minutes. I have a bit of news. Okay, um, but I'm excited for it. Chase. Unless you're done, sorry. No, I'm that. That was yeah. like my one big one. I really wanted to share, but uh, this is just something that I I used to play, and then I'm very excited about. But I don't think it'll ever happen. It's a pipe dream. But John Carpenter has expressed continuous interest yes. over the years in making a Dead Space movie, and if he ever wow. did that, I would. I you. Bet your ass I'm I'm I'll be there, I'm on, there. on opening night. Yeah, because Dead Space is just one of my favorite, like it's a it's a, like a space horror game. If you've played it, you know. If you know, you know. Um, and Dead Space 2 is great too. But just that John Carpenter is a fan of that game, like I'm like, oh I love John Carpenter. John Carpenter loves Dead Space. He wants to make Dead Space a movie. That's uh, a melting. That's like one of the things I love about John Carpenter in his quasi-retirement. As that's like what I hear about him is he just loves music and he's like I fucking love playing video games. That's yeah, what I really care about um, um, and Dead Space is like one of the like games that I never even got through. Like I played hours really? of it. I've only played the first one. Yeah, that game They're freaked so the fun. shit out of They're me, scary. and it, it took They're like scary. effort yeah. for me to like want to go back and to play it. And I, I think 
you know, one time it's just enough time passed and I felt like I didn't know what, where I was in the game. So I stopped playing it, but um, it's a good fit for him. From what I remember, uh, there's a lot of body horror in those games. There is. And it's like, I love the like telekinesis in that game. Oh, there's like a supernatural factor with aliens, you know? So it's like, or monsters. So it's cool. But Brandon Frazier has also said that he is open to doing a new mummy movie. And I don't know in what capacity, but um, that's cool to hear Uh, about. Yeah. I guess it's yeah. just cool to be. It's yeah, cool. I'm, what, I'm with Chase on that. Why, why, why I think it's cool is because it's nice to see that Brandon Frazier is like active again. Cause we did get kind of a hiatus yeah. from him for obvious reasons uh, we've talked about in the past. So it's, it's nice to see at least he's, uh, he's back in the game. He, he's yeah, got this movie I, I, coming out. I, like he's, whale, he's interested I'm in future projects. About. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah. uh, you know, maybe we don't need the mummy, but it's nice to know he's, 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 He's being uh, proactive. It looks like he's he's uh he's he's back. He's back. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe well, that's the thing stuff. about like I don't know if we already discussed this about the whole Frazier narrative. Whereas I'm like, he disappeared for a good chunk in my mind, but as of he like didn't, three years ago, he's been back, back for back. yeah a yeah. while. So, you know, yeah. like with with Doom Patrol, he's like been following my head for a while with his voice, and he appears acting wise like he was in no sudden moves which, which is he was great awesome performance. in that yeah 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 i didn't the, mean to undermine the, his uh the danny his, boyle uh, show truth i think it was called uh, that i watched uh which he's fantastic in so i'm just like this guy hasn't been dead by any means he's been true. around so i'm more of like I don't need you to just like be like, hey, I'm Brendan Fraser from a mummy. Like, I don't want him to degrade himself and to be like, yeah, I do a mummy again because that's what people love me from the most. So you like, must not be excited about Liam Neeson uh, nearing a deal to star in the new Naked Gun movie. No, I'm super pumped for that. I'm actually, I, I've been waiting for that. Did you for heard that, that No, I did not um, know that. Liam yeah. Neeson that's is so set great. to replace Leslie Nielsen. Um, his character and uh, Naked Gun, new Naked Gun movie. And I, I actually, I could see it. yeah, I think Liam Neeson is hilarious when he is given material to be funny, and he's it's funny because he always said he's like, I wish I, I I can't do Liam Neeson. Uh, he always says he wish he got more comedic roles. So it's like, finally, maybe it's like you know he's old now, he's older, so. Let's see what he's got. I mean, yeah, if you he's saw him in like Ted, yeah. like he yes. was in Ted, yeah. and I thought that was but, a great role. I mean, but usually it's like that's a perfect example. Usually, when Liam Neeson's in funny roles, he's it's making like, fun of himself. Hey, isn't it funny that I'm Liam Neeson? Yeah, like, you know, but that's uh, Naked God. That's, yeah, that's like, what I'm oh, okay no, with. Not necessarily. Like, like, like Leslie, it Neeson. could be. Yeah, it could. Leslie Nielsen was like a, a, a buffoon, like. Took himself really serious. Like Liam Neeson could play. Yeah. I I could see it. Absolutely. What I can't see is the movies uh, existing in nowadays. Like what? What's like the immediately parallel? There's really no good parodies running today. Um, MacGruber, I guess. Well, that's been, that's been. (sighs) TV show. Uh, Um, I think you should leave. Yeah, I'm trying to think of I mean, but that's, that's like, like that's not sketch really comedy, sketch comedy. Like, yeah. So, try to think of movies that are like out and out parodies that are doing well, and I don't think there is any. Um, 
No, no, no. It's interesting. I would love that's like what we grew up on, kind of like it was a little bit before our time. It started with, you know, the Zucker brothers, Zucker and Abrams, but uh, that's the type of shit I would like to see if that could survive again for sure. Um, yeah. Um, uh, sorry, last one that I'm done, then I'm done. Um, you can take over. Uh, I didn't bring up the Ryan Reynolds. On it's always sunny last week, did I? No. So because um Ryan Reynolds and Rob McGowan are are now evidently close friends. Uh, they have that show on Hulu, which I haven't checked out yet, called uh, Welcome to Wrexham about the soccer club. Uh they just recently in an interview expressed interest in uh getting to Ryan Reynolds to star in the next season as Mac's boyfriend, um, which I think would be Dude, the show's on its like 16th season at this point. And uh, I, I think that it finished strong on the last season. Like the Ireland trip was really good. I'm for everything. And I, I think it'd be funny. Um, I'm sure he would be in like one or two episodes. It's not like he would uh, be an, a permanent cast member because it's be like a Sean William Scott camera. Yeah, exactly. And I'm totally for it. Cause like the Jason Sudeikis, the Sean William Scott, like those one-off episodes with big celebrities that they have done are good. So I'm all for like a Ryan Reynolds, Mac, maybe one, two parter episode. That'd be hilarious. But uh, yeah, that's, that's it for me, Dave. Oh, wait, I do want to say one more thing I forgot. And this is more of like, I don't know if you've seen it, Steve yet, but did you see they're making a new house party? They're doing like a re. Yeah. I wanted to know if you saw or heard or anything about it. I saw the trailer for it the other day and I was like, what the fuck? This is house party. This is what we're come to. Is this? It's like, did you see? Uh, I think it was like right under that. There was like a, because I swear I saw that article and I saw a meme and it had kid and play and it was like they, they looked more like adult and rest because <laughs> 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 they were like super old and they like kid doesn't even have his like uh, his high top fade. Well, that's the thing is it's not it's not kid in them anymore. It's like two I know new I know, guys, but they are, I think they're I think they're, they're like, like producing it. Oh, yeah, okay. and I think they they have money involved in it. I'm sure because like that is their. I mean, it it looks like they, a huge. It's it's all these stars going to like LeBron James has house for a house party and it's like. Really Really? Really? But I know I know we were on a, a house party tour for a little bit. So I I, I thought you yeah, should. Yeah, we've watched that. everyone except for the fourth one. Yeah, the I fourth think. one, yeah. Well, I don't really have any this is news I didn't say last week, I guess, but there's this director I really, really like. He directed the um the Matthew McConaughey movie Mud, but his name is Jeff Nichols. Um and he hasn't done a movie since I feel like loving, which was like kind of a long time ago, but he, I don't know. He's a good director. He did like this, uh, his first movie. He's a big Michael Shannon guy. Michael Shannon has been in every single one of his oh, movies, but his oh, first, first movie was uh shotgun stories. Um, his second movie was take shelter. Uh, then he did mud, which was like big acclaim. And I feel like people thought he was going to be somewhat of a huge director after that. And then he just kind of kept doing like, small weird indie films which i like him for but he did midnight special which is really good uh but this new one coming out is a biker gang movie it's a huge cast as tom hardy awesome butler jody comer michael shannon holbrook and norman reedus and so kind of excited for that it's called the bike riders sounds um, good and yeah, otherwise I don't really have. Did we talk about Velma last week? No, we did not. Oh, did you watch it or is the trailer? Or? 
I watched it's, the trailer. I don't know. I'm just kind of interested in that. <laughs> you I did watch so the teaser. I, I did. Um, I did. Uh, before we before we talk about what we watched, can we save the inevitable movie we're all going to talk about for uh, the last one? Because yes, otherwise we're going to derail yes, and just talk about I that know the we entire will. time. I, I so really don't just... want to talk about it, to be honest. I really don't. I really don't. I really don't want to talk about it. I feel like we have to because, because we have to talk about it, Chase, because we covered it in the podcast last, last year. Hey, we can do a whole episode on it. I'd be fine with that. I think Duh, it's I think I legit I think it's interesting enough to talk about the whole episode. I would, but, um, I, I just, I don't want to be bullied again. I get it. I, I, I talked about it. I mean, I saw what you both gave it and I understand where you're coming from, but I feel like where I'm coming from, it just won't click in both of your heads. All right, I get well, it. Let's, let's so we'll do that go, later. Yeah. What have we been watching? What's going on? So what you guys been I've been watching a shit ton of horror films on Shudder and I'm just going to rail off most of them, but there's a few I want to point out that were really good. Yeah. Are we still going with recommendations? Lately? Do you know what? Recommendations. We'll do recommendations. I will just say, uh, if you like found footage horror film, watch it's a, it's a Korean film called Ganji's, Haunted Asylum. I don't think I said that last week, but uh, really first good. of all, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Um, would you give Shudder a recommendation for this month? You know what? I probably I've been considering would. it. I've been looking would. over all the apps, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I'm not really like. I will tell you as much horror this month as I would like to be, but I'm like, is Shudder where I should just go straight? I will to? tell you right now that you can find some good hidden gems inside mm-hmm. Shudder. And I I've I found a few that I'm like, these are actually really good. I'm glad I've watched these. It, there are too. some shit ones, and of course you're going to come across those. But I mean, it, you just like, at the end of the day, horror films you're, you're supposed to have enjoyed. Yeah. Is having kind of just watching like. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad, at least horror, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I definitely give Shutter a. I, I'm gonna be honest. I give Shutter a try, and you can get like if you don't have Shutter, this we're not sponsored by Shutter at all. I wish we were, mm-hmm. but you know, it you can get a free trial for seven days if you really want to just so give it a I already try. did it back on our, yeah, I know. our marathon. So that's what I'm really curious. Like, do I want to pay like a, a month subscription or I mean, should it's I just only use like, like to be honest, HBO's I think it's like or whatever. I think it's like six or nine bucks a month. It's not it's bad. Cheap. For sure, yeah. So, right. like, how I see it is, I'm watching way more movies for like a month, and for then the, we could always for just the month. cancel. And it. if I want to cancel, they cancel. But it's I'm not gonna lie for like catching up in movies. It's been a really good like everything's mostly like an hour and thirty minutes, so it's not super long movies. You can watch some pretty decent movies pretty quickly, especially like with you and me, day or Steve. We're really behind on our movies, so you know it's been a really good time to just catch up, catch up on yeah, those is. numbers. It is. But uh, uh, the two I want to recommend, honestly, are three. Sorry, I want to recommend three. It's glorious, which is hilarious, and it's pretty much. Uh, I'll give you the synopsis. After a breakup, Wes ends up in a remote rest stop. He finds himself locked inside a bathroom with a mysterious figure speaking from the adjacent wall. Soon, Wes realizes that he's involved in a situation more terrible than he could ever imagine. He's pretty much talking to a deity who is played by J.K. Simmons, 
through a glory hole. And it is but, absolutely amazing. I loved that movie. It's it's kind of like poorly made, but it's I loved it. it. I had so much fun watching that movie. It's called Glorious. It came out this year. And then the uh, last one I really want to recommend is called Opera. I think it's actually used to be, it came out in 82. Oh, sorry, 87. And it's pretty much this opera singer girl in Italy. She, there's a guy who keeps kidnapping her, tying her up and making her watch her kill her best friends throughout the time, like throughout like a week. And he just kidnaps her, like ties her up, like puts like tape with nails so she can't close her eyes and makes her watch him kill her best friends. Like multiple times. It's great. I recommend that as well. And yes, that, that is my, that is the two mm. I want to recommend or the three technically. Nice. All right. I might check out opera. You're looking at it now. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I, it, the only thing I'm going to tell you right now is it sounds dubbed. Cause like it's either everything's just really badly ADR'd. Not badly, but like you can tell nothing's really matching with people's words or mouths. But it it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a, I guess just three records. Yeah. Um I watched I finally watched uh the 1980 uh Terror Train with Jimmy Lee Curtis. I saw that you watched that. I gave it a three star. Um it's definitely like how it's it's <laughs> It's a mixture of a couple movies, but it's a it's a good slasher. Like I like it. You you have to guess who the killer is. You think it's one person, you know, it's, it's it keeps you guessing. Um good kills, good Jimmy Lee Curtis. Um, but if you're into that, it's it it completed the the horror trilogy in those like three years of Jimmy Lee Curtis. She did Halloween. Night. Prom Night and Terror Train and Halloween 2 all within like four or five years, I think. There's also The Mist is somewhere in those years. Yeah. That's not, crazy. Mist, the, fog, the, the, fog, fog. the Fog. The Fog is also mixed in there as well. You're right, Dave. Yes. There was the, there was a streak. Well, anyway, I had seen all of those horror movies in that. Those are, The, the Fog isn't a slasher, I guess. So you, no, no, it's not. I but, mean, um, it kind of is. I don't know. I, it's a, Slashers. I, but yeah, so I was able to complete that like Jamie run right there by by watching territory, and uh, I gave it a three star. Um, I recommend it if you if you're into that type of thing. I was about to watch Prom Night. Do you recommend that one? It's probably a three star. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot okay. like uh, if it, it's it's funny because Terror Train, Prom Night, and Halloween are all referenced in Scream by Randy. Uh, he's mm. like she's the Scream Queen because uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was the original Scream Queen, obviously. Um, not just because of Halloween, but because of all the horror. But like Halloween yeah. becomes like this becomes, bigger, yes, bigger than life thing. But then yes, those movies are kind of just you know run of the mill slashers. Run of the mills, yeah, yeah. Dave, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a run of the mill slasher. There you go. But it's, it is a, it's a fun one. Also, also Leslie Nielsen's in that movie. Um, oh. Crazy enough, yeah. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis, and there's a couple other people I think you'd recognize. But yeah, check it out. Prom night, yeah. I, I always, I'd recommend. It. It's a three star for me. But anyway. Other two recommendations. I watched two documentaries, which I'm struggling with like counting them. And it's like, I've counted like four this year and I might just take them off my list, but it's like, it's when it's like a documentary film, that's like an hour and 45 minutes. I'm like, I feel like I should log this as a film because it's like an hour and 45 minutes. Like it was pretty long. Um, but I watched two documentaries that I enjoyed very much. So both on Netflix, 
One was the Redeem team, which is, if you're not familiar, um, in 2004, we, our men's basketball team took home the bronze. We lost. Um, and it was the first time since we had pro players from the NBA that we lost. And so in 2008, they built the Redeem team, which was the team that was supposed to like put us back on the map and be like, we didn't, we weren't, we had, we weren't taking our basketball seriously anymore. Yeah. And so that was the redeem team was built. Um, it was to put us back like at the top. Cause we weren't, we weren't the best at basketball for like a short period of time. And so we were like, all right, so a good documentary. Um, also just, uh, you learn more about like why a lot of players didn't want to play in the 04 Olympics is because of like nine 11 and like the war going on. It was like, it was just a good informative documentary. Um, Reminds you that athletes are people too. Um, then I watched Facing Nolan, which was really good documentary. I gave it four stars um, about Nolan Ryan, famous pitcher. Uh, my, he's famous because he played for 27 years. He also has seven no hitters. No other pitcher has anything close to that. Like any active pitcher, I think has like two or three, maybe. Uh, it's just unheard of. You don't hit, you don't throw seven no hitters. Also played for 27 years, won a world series when he was like 22, but um, he's the goat pitcher. He's the greatest of all time. Very, very informative documentary. I also keep forgetting that he's not dead because he's in the documentary um, and they interview him. Uh, and, and again, when I watched the documentary the first time, you know, they have a, they have that uh, it's like where they're, they're filming just a chair. Yeah. And then, and then somebody walks in and sits down and then the name comes across and it says Nolan Ryan. I'm like, Oh yeah, he's not dead. I forgot. Because uh, it came out this year, but yeah, really, really good. Recommend those two documentaries and Terror Train. Nice. Hmm. Those are my recos. Um, Dave, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of what I watched since the Exorcist. One of the big ones, I, I guess. Gonna I think they're going to do. Yeah, uh, I just watched yesterday. It was Bug. Fucking. Oh yeah. Awesome. William freaking movie. Um, I think I just known about for years and was always like i hear that movie's good um but i confused it with another movie that i also watched last year a james gunn movie called slither yeah is that what it's called slither um so i just assumed bug was just a bug movie about bugs um and it certainly is about bugs but it's just like a wild ride. I didn't really know much about going into it. And I'd recommend if you don't know anything about it, just to go in not knowing anything about it, but it's fucking good, dude. Like, uh, it's weird. Like it's, you know, it's off putting certainly. Um, but it's like, I think like probably the earliest Michael Shannon that I've ever seen. Um, no, that's not true. He's in Groundhog Day, but uh, he's a, he's in other random roles that you might see throughout your life. But like, I feel like he wasn't more prominent till like the late thousands, early two thousand tens. But he's so fucking good and unhinged in it. It also has like Ashley Judd and um, Henry Connick Jr., who I've really haven't seen much in anything besides Independence Day. But uh, yeah, bug. It's a good freaking, and it's a wild ride. Like you'll you're you might feel insane by the end of the movie. Uh, which is a good holiday Halloween recommendation. Um, and uh, I think that's like all I watch besides Halloween kills. Halloween ends, ends Mister. Yeah, 
Halloween, and here Halloween, we are. Whatever. So, so Chase, um, state your case. Oh, I also watched Werewolf by Night, which is oh, pretty was good. that good? Yeah, people seem to be. I gave it four stars, I guess. I guess I was pretty into it, but people are like, "It's the greatest thing the MCU has ever done ever." And oh I'm my like, "Okay, God. let's chill out." It's like fifty minutes long, and it's pretty entertaining. I, I don't even consider it a movie. So before we go into, uh, but Hall- I, I recommend watching it. It's good. Before we go into Halloween ends, I just want to ask Dave a question, and you don't have to go into it. You don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. But have you finished uh, She-Hulk? Yes, okay. I have. Okay. Yeah, my buddy, he uh, he told me how it ends. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to know if you liked it or hated it. So, Well, I, I won't get into it. I don't think that, I don't know. Okay. It's definitely a show that people are just telling people about. And yeah, like, I know. Oh, that sounds so stupid. But I would say just watch the show for yourself. Okay. Okay. Get then that's all I opinion. wanted to know. That's yeah. all I wanted to know. Don't let it just be a show people tell you about. Okay. Or else it's not worth talking about. Yeah. 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 Either no, watch it or don't talk about it is how <laughs> I feel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we're in Halloween ends. And my case for the movie, and I'm going to be honest. I get both of your cases, and I understand exactly what you're talking about. However, what, do you mean? what is my case of it? I, I, this is what this is what stays my only is, opinion on I, it. I think personally, you'd say my case on it that I've never no, given to you. No, no, no. My my personal. I, it, do you know what? We can't really spoil a lot of it. But uh, I don't, don't want to hear about it. I don't, stop I don't give a fuck if we spoil this. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, guys, I, I'm gonna I, be I, honest. I, I thought I it was interesting. I thought, to be honest, it was different. I said it. it I said it would be interesting. interesting. <laughs> oh, Chase, I will. I dude, will that's say. Like, I thought I, I loved how different it was and how like it. They took it out and be like, you know what? A lot of people didn't like the last one. What could we do? And I know that a lot of you, you guys don't like the Corey aspect of it, but I'm going to be honest. I kind of did. I was like, you know what? This is different. This is new. It would make sense in my mind why this is a little bit more creepier. But I understand from like fans and all that, that there's not much Michael Myers in it. And I completely, I get it. And I, that makes total sense to me. But I, I don't know. I, that's why I gave it a three. I didn't think it was fantastic. I don't think it was terrible. But I mean, as a standalone movie, it does hold up as a movie, in my opinion. I don't, think so. I, well, I don't know. It just it's a it's a movie with like I hate the end of it. I hate the end. Like once, once the only part I, I kind of enjoy because it starts to pick up rhythm. Well, I mean, if unless you're talking like the very very I'm talking like, about end. the like. Technically, midway the of, of the Myers. fight scene of of with Lori, I think midway in the fight scene, once she nails him down, I'm like this. I okay, and then how it how he dies. Yeah, I kind, of, and I I kind just, of enjoy their confrontation. I do um, too. I do too. But then after from that point forward, the rest of the movie, I I hated. I, I hated. don't know. I I was while watching it. I'm like, man, did I say something last year about like I would love to see like some like real, real, real definitive end to Michael Myers? And I don't know if this was it. I don't even know if they could just be like, well, actually, this happened instead. Like, who knows at this point anymore? But um, I do think the interesting aspect of this movie for me was yes, we're let's just just 
skip the whole rest of this podcast if you don't want to hear spoilers. But uh, at there is a different Michael Myers doing killings in this movie. And at some point while watching him doing the killings, I thought, like, do I totally care whether or not Michael Myers is even the guy in the mask doing the killings? Because once he was killing people, I was like, I don't really mind this. Like, I don't know. It was just a dude in a mask fucking being grisly and killing people, which is like what you go to these movies for at some points. But the whole movie leading up to it, I guess is just stupid to me. It comes out of nowhere. And the love story is just, I don't like the love story part. What the fuck? Well, that's like the whole movie though. Like an hour of that movie. But I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, I mean, this is it. It's like, it's like, like rubbing, like seriously, like face palming. Like what the fuck is going on in this movie for like an hour and a half? I was like, what is this movie? movie right now i don't know what's happening okay i like i like i i i get your take on like liking the story i like that it's the progression you see the progression of him get down to that why do do this do this why do this in the concluding that my problem is when they did it it's like you're introducing this character in the concluding trilogy of this like and i understand that long like this decade long legend like you're playing it in this movie like michael myers has been a threat to this town since 1978 haddonfield and it's like why are you spending so much time in the concluding chapter on, on another on another character. On Corey Matthews. Like, if you would have done this, this story arc chase would have been really interesting in Halloween Kills. Yeah, or just I in agree. Halloween. Not yeah. Halloween yeah. Yes. Like honestly, not Halloween it, it would make it up sense in Halloween. It. Yes. It, it makes it, no it, sense it, to me that they're like the conclusion to our trilogy that we've definitely a hundred percent knew what we were doing. I swear to God, we them trying to save it. I I, I also, think also, that they I had to figure it out because clearly the no. idea they had was shit. After everyone hating, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the neon, like punk motorcycle techno, like, uh, interludes. They're really weird. I don't understand either. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get those. It's like, I feel like it made sense. I don't know. I, I I don't don't think it did. I don't know if I've been watching a shit ton of bad movies, but it is not a one star, one and a half. I feel like, yes, I feel like if anything, it's like a two, two and a half. You can't go down to one. If this, if this movie was called, if this movie was called Murder Ends and it wasn't about Michael Myers, I'd, I'd have given this movie like a two and a half, three star. Yeah, probably. maybe. It's because it said Halloween and you yes. have the tag of a franchise that's been existing since the 70s. And I you spent the concluding that, and I, on a I court. legit think this is true, but I think it was a bit of Stockholm Syndrome that the only times I was like, oh, I, maybe I don't, uh, I don't hate this is when I just started seeing a guy in a Michael Myers mask killing people i was finally like all right this isn't bad but i think that's because the movie held me captive for an hour and a half with some twilight bullshit yeah it was weird we think each other allison's part in that movie is not great i will agree to that the Corey part is the worst part of the movie so i don't i don't know he's just i think the beginning i was like 
this is interesting. Yeah, I, I will yes. say that I was, is a fantastic I was quickly opening. Like, oh, someone had a really good idea for an intro to a horror movie and then really tried, like they literally broke their arm behind their back to fit this into, this into a, a Halloween, Halloween movie. You know, yes. like, this is like, how can I do this? And they just feels kept breaking like, their own arm behind their back, it twisting does, it until they're like, ah, maybe just Michael Myers grabs it by the throat. If through eye contact, <laughs> he becomes power Michael to Myers. Like, I don't, and I don't understand the thing of they like, stretch this I don't even think it's a transfer that, of power. But, I think if anything, it just sees that he's a killer as well and he doesn't kill him. I personally think that's what it is. I don't. I don't. The only transfer of power I see is when he's weak and he's killing the guy and he starts getting stronger. That's it. I don't think there's a transfer of power. Also, what makes you become a full blown serial killer? And she says the next time she sees him, she's like, "That's not him. Those aren't the eyes." So there was a transfer of something from Michael Myers into someone. It was the first time he's ever murdered someone. Right after that, though. Michael Myers like pulled him into the sewers. He was fine. Like when he wakes up, he's like, he's like scared. He just wants to get out of yeah, there. Yeah, but then and when he runs sudden, out, he stabs the guy. Wait, he's because the guy comes the out with a knife. Guy. Because, but because yeah, he, but that's technically murder still. Because he, he everyone's gonna believe him. him into Michael no, Myers. No, bum 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 bum. Yeah, that's bum, what I got from it. Like well, also, where was the score? I never even heard that until the end. No, it actually plays in the beginning as well. That's the only times though. It, I didn't. I wanted played, to hear it through. It played with, three times after watching it with you. It played three times. I will say it, that I've was, seen it technically was, twice now because I watched a few scenes with you. I will say the best part of the movie was the intro with the, the pumpkin intro. heads. Really yeah. good. Really good yeah. Halloween stuff. I also there. just really liked the uh, the blue and the like, the blue Halloween ends. Like it looked, I it just, I was stoked. Like t- five, five, 10 minutes in, I was like, I was like, all right, all right, let's see what this is all about. And then I uh, do, it's a timeline of text with, with between me and Dave, but like, 30 minutes in, I'm like, I'm over this, this Corey stuff. And it was like, I was like, I'm, like, I'm oh, sorry so, for you, so, pal, because this Corey stuff is basically is, the movie. It's the whole this. movie. Uh, You're it, like, how do, how, how do we I don't, end? And it's just, this the, is what I don't understand. There's a logic I don't understand is this Michael Myers got the like living shit beat out of him by the town in the last movie shot, like beat over the head with bats, like stomped his face in and he gets up and kills him and walks off into the night and disappears. Yes. But they're able to kill him by tying him down to a table, spoilers ahead and slit his throat and wrists and bleed him out. Like what, what? I don't understand. Like like that. I I felt like like this was like a, big discussion is, we had last well, is it supernatural or is it not yeah is so like, like why not in this movie let him be supernatural which i guess i i honestly i would have been okay think, with it i, I think been, they I, did do, though. do that I, they do I, yeah I, I don't know if you if you fully disagree but i do think there was a transference of i don't Michael think there's Myers. a transference i'm gonna be honest i, I, I don't I, see I don't, it that unless way. that was just the cheesiest scene she ever sees where he's in like, him she sees in him what she saw in michael myers jamie lee curtis is like it's not she's like he's on she, she sees something that reminds her of the past and it's like because i'm telling you he, he why did michael myers not kill him why did yeah. why did why did he not kill him 
Because the guy he, goes upstairs. I don't think like, he transferred him. If, if anything, if it transferred him, then why did he go back and goes, teach me, teach me? He should have transferring. Known. It Do was just more mean? of like a tra- just, transfer of evilness. Of evil. I don't know. Yeah, was, I don't know what I'm not saying. It makes <laughs> sense. I'm trying to explain <laughs> yeah. this movie. I don't understand it either. Yeah, no, I don't get <laughs> why this problem. guy that was a seemingly nice dude that accidentally killed a child was like, I will go on a rampage to kill most of the people I encounter in this town except my one girlfriend who understands me like i don't know yeah i just wasn't for me fine was, and it fine. was also a very bizarre ending to like a the Halloween yeah i agree it's like a franchise that's like here's what we're capitalizing on we're we're going back and reclaiming the franchise as like this is the definitive lori strode like I don't know. It just. Oh, by the so way, Chase, in me. defense, though, Dave and I did say this. In defense, Halloween Kills might be better than I thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it made me I like go Halloween Kills. <laughs> like, now I feel shit. like this movie is. Yeah, just, at least this was, like, shit has some Michael Myers worse. in it. Like, and yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I, uh, I do have um, this, sadly, as my worst. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, it did. It's my, it did. It's my. It, it's my the only one that could beat Job Rule. Fucking from from <laughs> Halloween Resurrection. Because at least Michael Myers is in Halloween. Pure lack of Michael Myers. Um, yeah, I feel like but, that's. I I I see your guys's point, but I just I just want you to to see what I thought. I thought if you technically took this and you you named it something else that isn't Halloween. It's not a sure. bad movie. That's all I want to say. That's all I wanted to say. It I said it was nonsense. interesting. Otherwise, <laughs> it would be interesting. Hey, it's a I'm nonsense saying, movie just either way, I it's guess. It's not a terrible yeah. movie, but as an end of an I actual s- Sega, I get it. I get it. That's all I want I to say. I just, it. I don't know. I just wish they st- Stuck with something? <laughs> they stopped. Well, they just did. And stopped. I also asked Steve, what do you think? This is our Bond conversation, but what's the future of Michael oh, Myers yeah. now? Anything? I, I don't. <sighs> Matthew asked me that when we went to go see maybe it. Just, maybe I bet just you they're going to reboot it in like 10 years. 10 years, while, they're maybe. probably going to do a reboot or some shit. That's you know what's that so they're tough do is that. this has already been rebooted and... I, don't know. I would honestly watch a Rob Zombie. I don't remember how Halloween 2 ends. Yeah, I'll watch them all again. I would watch a Rob <laughs> Zombie 3 over any Dude, more I continue. hated Rob Zombie 2 or so much. I would, I would, I was, see, I didn't think I liked that movie either, but that movie's in like, <laughs> it's like number five or something in my Halloween oh my God. But I think the Halloween movie franchise is not that good as well. No, it's not. Realized. It's not. It's not. Dude, I think the uh, okay. I think the Halloween 2018 is 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 like is a worthy entry, but it's still like uh, I still I, I still have mixed feelings on that movie. With the, the first doctor one. and shit. I think yeah. it's the best well, it's, one. It's I think it's the, the best it, of the new trilogy for sure. It, it's, it's a movie that's like a bummer because it's just like I guess this where, is the best we're going. We're gonna, yeah, because yeah, Halloween Halloween two is my one two three four fifth. In the in Halloween 2018 is my fourth highest rated. And what is your third? Uh, Halloween, Rob Zombie. And then? Halloween 4. (laughs) I know you love Halloween 4. Yeah, I think maybe anything. Yeah. The return of- but they're but they're all three and a half past a five star movie, you know, like they're all below threes. 
or below fours, you know. Right, right. We're just getting into territory of it's almost like which do I like <laughs> least best, least. you know? Like yes, yes. Um, all right, all right. So uh, we, what, have, we in, have in accordance with the next week's episode. If we if we if we're still planning, we do have. If I'm allowed to say so, 1982's The Thing. Yeah. yeah. Which was featured in Halloween Ends. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> which is interesting because in Halloween, we see uh, The Thing. Yeah. Um, the original. But the in original, this one, yes. we see, see the director of Halloween's The Thing. Uh, you yes. know, John Carpenter's the thing but in some, this Halloween ends. Some, some, meta-ness. some meta messiness is what I'd like to call that. <laughs> My God. Uh, we so, have a podcast, but we also have an Instagram. You could check us out at Podcorn in a Movie, where you can see our beautiful shirts that we wore today and and his keychain and uh, our photo next to our front door. It, I think that sounds that sounds good, right? Yeah. And you can also comment and, you know, suggest things. I mean, we we will take anything. I mean, so what's your favorite scary movie? Tell us. In yeah, the, tell us. Tell us, tell us your comments. favorite scary movie. Yeah, that Instagram. sounds cool. Um, trying to think, there's something else, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, thank you for listening. Absolutely. Always. Uh, please rate and subscribe. I think you can still subscribe, right? I think I think one of the services it's a subscribe. But uh, yeah, yeah. please rate and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.